0: to the bomb
1: hole.
2: It's gonna be very hot. It's gonna be very uncomfortable for everybody.
3: <laughs> you gonna
4: slide down some big hills. You know what I mean on a big, nice burgundy snowboard.
3: All right, here we go. Allons-y, as they say in French. Welcome to the Bombhole, which is presented by Pub Beer. Now, first things first, always got to ask, Stony Buds, how are we doing today? So good, my dog. Whew, solid, solid showing. To my left, we have Frank April in the booth. Frank, how are you? Doing great, thank you. Thanks for having me. Ça va bien? Yeah, ça va bien, yeah. Perfect. Uh, all right, well, for people that don't know who Frank is, I'm telling you, Frank is a one-of-a-kind human. He's French-Canadian, he's a dad, he's a husband, And he is a world-class partier. When I say world-class, I mean world-class. He's an incredible snowboarder known for destroying street spots. In 2013, he won Rookie of the Year. He's sitting on an outstanding resume of heavy video parts. He's a true entrepreneur, currently owns two restaurants and a hotel. And most notably, he's absolutely hilarious. So saddle up. We're going to have some laughs today. Frank is a dear friend of mine. But I think we should start it off right, Buds. Uh, maybe a smelling salt right Ooh, out of the gate. Let's well, do Frank, that. Frank, have you hit one of these before? No, I never. Okay, squeeze it. And then just kind of ease it up to your nose. And it, it should just wake you up. Like this just, or just, like just that? Just pinch. Like a pinch. Okay. It's, it should Give break. Give it a good pinch. Give it a good... There it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, he went in. Oh, my gosh. He went in. Oh. <laughs> he went in. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, it's a good batch. It's a good batch, Frank. Yeah, it's a great batch. a good batch.
4: I thought like from what I listened before, I thought it was gonna be worse, but you can tell in my voice.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's intense. Cleans out the sinus, that's for sure. Say palm out, Frank. Woo. Say not bad, huh? Yeah. So um all right, well I think we should start it off with talking about the fact that you have this kind of incredible charm. We've been kicked out of spots all across the world. Frank and I have filmed like Most of our, a lot of video parts together. So I've spent a lot of time with him. And, you know, we get kicked out of street spots, and he has this way of charming the police to where they're ready to kick you out and arrest you. And next thing you know, you're just snowboarding and they love you and their best friends taking pictures. Where did you get this ability to charm people from getting kicked out of spots and just charm people in general? That's a good
4: question, actually. Um, Maybe from my. First work when I was young, being like a server in a restaurant, trying to like deal with old people and like trying to make them happy about it. Maybe it's from uh, when I was in trouble in school, trying to uh, save myself from that. <laughs> 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 or maybe with my parents as well too, you know, like trying to find excuses and make them happy and so I can do the, whatever I want. Um, yeah, but with cops it's easy actually. Like, um they are pissed when they arrive, and when you explain, you you like actually like it's your life, it's your job, and you're like not trying to do anything bad, like broken glasses or like doing graffiti or whatever. So, I don't know. You just go easy, you don't be pissed or whatever, and you just um, try to be the nicest you can, and so you can have more tries, and that make us have way more tries and more shots on the video part because I take like a few times to uh, make them stoke. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. you, yeah, you see just this don't
0: want to be uh, you don't want to be a jerk. And he's just such a nice guy. When he comes up with that smile, that's debatable to be honest. That's
3: debatable. <laughs> uh, I love it, Frank. Well, I, I was actually wondering, you sent a note earlier. We're gonna get right into the hard hitting topics, but you said um you sent me a note about life being similar in the fact that building a business and setting up a spot are similar. How are they similar? Um so I figured like it was from uh, another stuff from
4: uh, from the restaurant like I got an interview and I figured like that was like pretty similar like when I in covid you know like you're trying to see like what you're going to you're going to do like for the rest of your life because you're not going to board for uh, forever you know like you you still going to board but not going to be a pro or get paid for the rest of your life from from that so I was like what should I do and I have a, in my hometown where I used to where I grew up where I grew up sorry um There was like it's a small town, it's a tourist tourist town, so it's just really busy in the summer, but there's nothing in the winter. And I I got that that spot like called a presbytery, so it's like the priest house, and that's um uh, that's a really nice house on the side of the river. So I'm just gonna go through like what is uh, similar to a a street spot. So you find a good a good a good house, a good place to make a business. So it's like same when you scope around in a town, you find a good spot. So. If the the spot look really nice, it's gonna look super good, you know. So that's the same thing as a business. You find a good spot, but I mean, it's gonna it's gonna work better, right? And after that, when you have that, you have to figure it out. Like uh, you have to like prepare the spot to make it nice, you know. So you're gonna shovel. You're gonna make it like uh, good, safe, and everything. And after that, you're gonna try to do the best trick you can on that spot so example for a restaurant for myself i make like a napolitan pizza on that nice building on the side of the river so like i know if i go to finland and i find like a nice down rail with like an, something cool around and make a nice setup and i do like a front two because i know i can do that on that rail it might be hard but if you do it you know you have a good good result so i feel like it's so it's not um, the same scales but at the end is this a result would works, you know.
3: Yeah. So you're basically saying filming a nice front 270 on a beautiful finished down bar is a lot like making a nice pizza at your restaurant. Yeah, at a nice restaurant and a good good location and a good yeah good pizza. The so locations are important. The 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 good product being important. A lot
0: get of businesses skip this stuff too. They get any location they can, and you don't want to hang out there,
3: huh? Good locations, good with a spot. I like that, yeah. Frank. This is some philosophy. We're getting philosophy. into deep snowboard philosophy. <laughs> it's a little
0: deep, right? <laughs> <Some of> those <laughs> conversation
3: I have that you, much. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> thought <laughs> about all this as you were
4: setting up your business?
3: Uh, not well, while was I was afterwards. doing it, but
4: after when I yeah. finish and I get
3: the result, I'm like, oh, that's kind of similar. Frank, I have a a soundbite that I think kind of pertains to what we're talking about right now, so I'm just gonna cue that up. Baby, I can't understand a word you said the whole time. <laughs> Do you eat some peanut butter or something? Yeah, you
0: sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. Hey, f*ck what you are? What is that from?
3: I've never heard that. It's Tal- something like... It, it sounds like you're. So it's uh, you know, he's a French Formula One driver, and he he comes over the French accent, and they say, <laughs> "I can't understand a single word you're saying." You sound like a dog with uh, peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. Frank never really liked when I said that to him, so I figured we'd do it on air. Yeah, you said that to me like a thousand you times. You said that to him <laughs> out in the wild, huh? <laughs> So that brings us to let's get into some vocabulary here. So should I we think, get him some peanut butter? First? Yeah, we should get him. We got a jug of peanut butter, and <laughs> See first if we can let's understand. Let's just him. run through a couple words here. Let's start it off with Connecticut. So I have to repeat, right? so yeah, we got make Fun of me right
4: now? No <laughs> one's making fun of you. This is just basic. <laughs> That's okay, I like to make
0: fun we of myself. We just want to hear either. what it sounds like.
4: So connect
3: the the kit. Okay. Connect the kit.
0: Throwing in extra extra syllables on a word that has
3: tons of syllables. Connect the
0: There you go. That was good, dude.
3: Okay. Um, Harry Hagen held the horse highly. Can I look yeah. at
4: it? Because it's yep. kind of a long sentence. Second one down there.
3: Harry Hagen
4: held the horse highly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys.
3: Yeah, there's one below. Just I think keep going, the how keep going down serious the and keep well down
1: you the did it is why so we is laughed.
4: <laughs> three, so it's the number, not the, not the, the actual. Not plants. a tree, but not a tree. <laughs> What's below it? Um, mayonnaise. <laughs> in French, it's mayonnaise. So, mayonnaise. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Okay, A as in eight ball. <laughs>
3: Supposed to say, but I want to actually provide a little context again because I think it's really funny for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, one time Frank Frank was was calling to change his ticket, and he was giving them their confirmation number. So Frank calls the airline, and they're like, "What's your confirmation number?" And we're in the room listening to him, and he's like, "It's like six seven B is in boy, A is in eight ball." (laughs)
0: And it was after a night of partying, I think, if was that the deal?
3: Yes. Allegedly, <laughs> Allegedly. we should say it for legal purposes. So that's pretty good. Isn't there another one on uh say, it's hard oh, to say, know say what, cheddar biscuit cheddar, cheddar say. biscuits. Cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuit? Oh, no, it was that was good. No, no. Act- say it how you'd actually say it.
4: Cheddar biscuit.
3: <laughs> Bisquat. <laughs> and
4: there's a butthole here. <laughs> or butt butthole.
3: Frank struggles with bottle. Bottle. It's a lot like butthole. Say yeah. bottle one more say time. Say water bottle.
4: Water bottle. <laughs> 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 Sorry for people listening okay, to that, but we might we gotta <laughs> okay. switch to something else okay. soon. No, that was great. All right, we're gonna that go back great.
3: into Frank's career. This is we're just having fun. I here,
0: could do that bro. all day.
3: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get back into the career. Uh, all right, so you're from Quebec City. Uh, how did you? I know you did contests and stuff like coming up, like Billabong Junior Pro. Uh, let's just jump right into like you kind of coming up in the Quebec scene and what that looked like.
4: Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, starting, just going to the resort with my parents when I was, like, starting high school. They have a place in Stoneham, so it's two hours away from my hometown, and we're going there every weekend and start meeting all. My friend was, like, Louis Paradis, uh, Laurent Nicolas Paquin, Will Levine, and the brothers, the Dummers brother well, sorry, Will and Charles Dummers, and um, all of those guys. And um, so and after that, you go, like, you finish high school and you want to like do that for like for your life you know you want to go snowboard and you want to travel for it and you want to do like the best video part and um so you start doing contests because it's a way to like uh, people can know you and i guess from that you get sponsor and everything but it's good because they're price money as well so you know you try to to win that stuff so um been just doing contests uh, it was like shakedown did a second uh don't remember the year probably 2007 I think it was uh, when Seb Tooth finished first um did a um, bunch of rail contests and back in the days they were like I don't know 15 to 20 contests maybe in Quebec City every year every winter it was like all the time everywhere it was pretty cool it was a good scene for that and um I didn't win the um, the Billabong Junior Pro is like uh, as a slope style back in the days and uh I was 19, and Arthur Longo finished second. That was uh, where I met him, and uh, it was like a f- uh, jump. It goes to, into a pipe, a pipe run, and a rail at the end. I don't know how I did that, but I did did win. You won? Yeah. You won Billabong Jr., bro? Yeah. And
3: Longo got yeah, second. That. Yeah. You beat out Arthur. Wow. Respect. That's incredible.
4: But it's uh, the situation was kind of weird. It was like um, I won the semi, semi-final, final, and it was bad temperature after that, so they were they didn't do the final, but I guess I got a good score in the summer. So you won. Yeah. A win's a win.
3: Exactly. Question: You did uh, shakedown and you did well. What did you do on the? it's a jump into a rail, right? Yeah. So what did you do on the jump? Did
4: a front nine tail grab to a tail slide two seventy, and the second one I switched back nine um, to no slide preso. When's the last time you did a switch Back nine? Uh, that that time. <laughs> 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 no I'm kidding It's it happened after that at Super Park I think but um, not that often yeah
3: I can't I, I haven't seen that in a while that's awesome are they back. still
0: doing contests in Quebec like that or
3: no there's uh, not even one I think a year and there used to be like 15, 20 I got a question for you who's the French Canadian goat
4: of my age or like of the rails I would say to you we
0: say you know
4: I mean Louis 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 Parisi will be the, the goat, I think. Uh, and if you go for, like, older one from the backcountry, will be... I mean, Belsha would be, like, the like one of the first one, and uh, still there, he's 50 years old, he's still on the scene, and be a goat, I think, I would say.
0: Good answer. Who's, like, the old-school Quebec goat, like, the person that started it all back in the day? I think
4: it was Emmanuel Krebs.
3: Emmanuel Crabs, nice. Do you feel like uh, coming from Quebec? It's harder to make it in air quotes, unlike the American scene. Oh yeah, it's um,
4: the <laughs> you're gonna laugh at that one, but the the language barrier. <laughs> <laughs> what what is a barrier? It's a fence. A fence. It's, uh, okay. The language fence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you understand, right? We. <laughs> oui. um, yeah, so I think that's a, a hard part, you know. For myself, it it took a while to like having conversation with uh with like people like in the industry and everything. So I think it took me like way longer than everybody else to like have good contact and make like my just explain myself it changed everything you know so i know it's not perfect yet but i'm i'm here so that's a that's good you're (laughs) you're doing great you're
3: doing great and your english is dude when we first met i was like half the shit i'm like what is frank saying (laughs) he's gotten he's gotten so much better and and my french has gotten better hanging with this guy but going back to thinking about the time when you were coming up there was a time where you're kind of in the french canadian scene and it seemed like you were like fuck English, I'm just going to speak French and I'm just going to stay in the scene. And then something switched, it seemed like, where you're like, I'm I'm going to like try to break onto the American scene.
4: Yeah, it's probably my friends around, like, having Nick Sauvé and Laurent and uh, all those guys um, doing great, you know, being, like, on a better project, you know, like, American project, like, uh, Videograss or, like, just uh, forum videos. And, like, you know, the dream when I was young, like, from a lot of people like me is, like, to get like nice video parts in the nicest movie right so if if you don't speak english and if you like you say fuck off and just i'm gonna stay in quebec i don't speak english you're not gonna um you're not gonna achieve your dream right so that's why at some point i had like i had to like i didn't do any class for it you know i just like tried to like listen more to movies and hang out more with english people and stop saying like fuck that you know and just like um, go travel and like meet people. At, I know at the start it was hard, but I still met friends without speaking really English, but English friend, I mean. But um, yeah, it changed a lot and it's a good thing I did that.
0: Did you guys sit and talk about it? Like, oh, we got to learn English better so we can get around better in the US, or you just realized you had to do it?
4: I mean, I realized we not, we just, it was not a thing we're talking about, you know, because like uh, a bunch of like, like say, Nick Sauvé, Phil Jacques, Where's really good at English, like They're same from for Quebec Laura. City too.
0: The yeah. guys from Montreal yeah. had it a little easier, yeah. huh?
4: Yeah, let's say let's. That's one thing. It's good to understand Quebec City is a French, it's a French um, city. Okay, all the province, the state is a, is French. So, like to speak English, yes, you have classes at uh, at high school, but they are really minimal. You know, you don't, you're not gonna speak from that. You know, you're not gonna, you're gonna read a little bit from it. It's gonna be hard to listen a movie in English. Uh, but from people that was more natural because it was for everybody learning a language. It's easier for some people harder for some some others. And um, yeah, but we didn't talk about it. I think some people have it and other people were like me at some point just saying like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm French and I'm proud of it. I'm going to just... Speak French, but at some point, if you want to achieve your dream, you better like uh, switch that.
0: I remember my first time there, you'd go to the, the get some gas or something, and no one would speak English to you at all. And at first, I thought they were messing with us, but they just didn't speak English. And we're only like, what, how far from Vermont? What are we talking? Three hours?
4: Yeah. And uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And just like you have Montreal, then. There's, like, the school, is there have better English there, and, like, they speak in English together. So it's, like, it's easier in Montreal than Quebec.
0: At your school, they taught no English.
3: And if you don't learn it when you're young, it's harder. Yeah, it's harder. Huh?
4: Exactly. That's the reason why, right now, I'm talking to my both kids in English. So, like, will they will – I mean, I'm not speaking great English with them, but I, I they're going to start a little uh, – Watching TV, and it's going to be in English, so at some point it's going to be way easier for them.
3: Have you been teaching them the word water bottle by chance?
0: <laughs> you, know, you might want to get get that straight first, how to say bottle with them.
3: Yeah. Did you get your milk bottle?
0: <laughs> it's going to be very confusing for them out in the real world. Yeah. And they're, who,
3: school, oh, they're too young for school, huh? Question, Who is one of your first American English-speaking dogs?
0: Don't say Homies. Chris.
3: Don't uh, say Chris. Homies. Don't say Chris.
0: Yeah, it no, it don't say Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where'd you guys meet? I'd love to hear the story.
4: Uh, she could see me. Um, she, we, she's good to me? What'd you just she, say? Shit hook, we she, call it. Yeah, shit could see me. We call it shit hook. <laughs>
0: charcuterie board? Yeah, yeah.
4: shit me is like uh, two hours north from uh, Quebec. That's a, the, the first place you can have snow in Quebec. So there was a early spot to go uh, shred in uh, some um, street stuff. And uh, I think that was the first year um, Louis Paris was doing his X uh, game, real mm-hmm. snow. And um, we help him out, and we try to get some shot as well. And uh, we, had him, we met him uh, there. Was Chris it,
3: doing X Games? No, I was filming for Video going? Grass, I think, at the time. But but uh, the, I remember it pretty vividly because you know I hopped. Everybody's going from Quebec City to Shakudami, and it's a pretty long drive.
1: And, oh, okay, uh, it's like it. three and a half it, hours it, or something.
3: It's something. It's pretty long, and, and I was snowing super hard. And Frank and I are sitting in his Ford Ranger, and like you know, there's a bit of a language barrier. We're communicating pretty well. But I remember he was, like, on the phone, and he'd be, like, grinding up hash while he's driving. And it's, like, snowing out. And I'm, like, oh, he was was and he's driving. And I'm, like, this guy is a fucking maniac, but I think I like this guy. Like, we get along
4: good, <laughs> you know? You, you remember? Um, you asked me, did you put your four, four-wheel four drive? I'm, like, you, uh, no, I remember
3: that. He refused to put it in
5: he
0: four-wheel. He wouldn't put it on because no. it wasn't snowy enough yeah. for you, or what? No, no, we
4: have to go out of the car. Uh. We have to stop
3: to put the lock, you know? So I was, like, no, we're fine. He'd be, like, no, we will no four-wheel drive. <laughs> no, nope. the best is when Frank needs something, he'll be like, "Hey Easton hey Chris, <laughs> that voice, hey Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris, <laughs> hey Louis," <laughs> and Frank will hit him with a good question. So that's actually a really special time because you had clips. Well, first of all, we can't say that you had, you had great footage in the Brothers' Factories videos, a bunch of good parts with those guys, and then you had some clips in the Videograss movie, Got like a cameo, right? And then in Lighten, you came on swinging.
4: Yeah, it was a good good process. I Thank you to the brothers, uh, Demers brothers, and uh, we did work really hard with what we had, you know, having a Camry, a Toyota Camry with a trailer in the back with all the gears and lights and everything, being like five people in the car going to like New Brunswick and try to do like a rail trip. It was uh, good times, really good times, being like six people in the same room all the time. And yeah, but we did it and we had like a good, um, good result from it and uh, good video parts. And after that, yeah, I got uh, Justin Myers who asked me to like have uh, to do a trip in Montreal. I think it was with Jed Anderson and other people there, and I like, got some shot. and They went to the to the intro of um, a cameo in there and shoot I the moon, shoot the moon. And I had some um, uh, some shot in the 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 other Transformers movie before. I don't remember. I think it was In Color. Or, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the year after that, uh, yeah, um, Aiden Ranch um, invited me to do. Um, enlightened so i was really excited about it and uh, we had a good year it was uh, really fun we get a get along pretty well and we did some good trips and it was a really good year it was uh yeah about time you know it was a long time i really want to do it and i'm happy like we did uh, we did good and and then that that year got a rookie of the year yeah he got rookie of the year he got big deal for a guy from quebec he came on the
3: scene swinging how did it feel when you got that rookie of the year award
4: that was yeah pretty good. Cannot complain, you know. Uh, it's a it's a good uh, achievement, and I uh, got a uh, two. That's the the reels. The NSC friends got the jib segment of the year, so I was really happy on that. Thank you, um, Aiden, about that. It's not give Aiden. That. Yeah, you don't do uh, you don't do a video part like that by yourself. You need the helps from all those guys.
3: Think about back then. I mean, not that it didn't really waver that much, but your motivation was fucked up. Like you were so motivated. You know, I mean, I had a goal. <laughs> so when
4: you have a goal, you better
3: to work for it. What was
4: your goal? Just have a good video part and in a nice uh, nice movie. It seemed like every day you go get a clip. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to, you know, finding good spots and traveling for it and shoveling a bunch and uh, negotiating with the cops. Yeah, dude, <laughs>
3: negotiating, the negotiator so over here. Was, what happened? Isn't there some story where um, you had to call a principal so you guys could hit a spot on... Yeah, that happened on, Bunch. yeah yeah so this is a good example talk us through one of these principal stories
4: yeah yeah sometimes like you realize like you're not going to be able to do it because they're going to call the cops straight away so you better just ask the permission so school or businesses i was just like going into into the business and with my snowboard gear on and ask the permission i had like on my um On my computer, like a letter of like permission, like say something happened to your like your school. If I break something, here my number and my address. I would pay for it. If I got hurt, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna sue you and everything. So it works. It make them feel like more safe, and it works like seventy five percent of the time.
3: You'd be—it's insane. You would see Frank go and and like go into this school to talk to somebody, and you're like, dude, we're, what are you doing? And the next thing goes, okay, we're good. Let's let's go. <laughs> they like him.
0: <them. laughs> yeah, you know, it's a good honest approach. People like that.
4: Yeah, but it better be honest than like trying to hide something.
3: And also, this shit he would do too is like if you, hes like, uh oh, fuck that, I don't want a shovel. So you call a plow truck to come plow your landing. Yeah. Or, like, get a neighborhood. Yeah, you
4: want, I mean, it's it's simple, you know. It's, <laughs> it's you can, simple. <laughs> you can pay for it. If you don't have the money, you don't pay. But if you have it, you better just uh, try to find a, yeah, save energy and try to do a
3: more snowboarding the, the day after that. It was a long road for you to make a, a good living snowboarding because I remember you'd, you'd always work so you could snowboard in the early filming years, right?
4: Yeah, so it's cool because in Quebec we have, like, that – Thing you work a certain amount of hours and you have the unemployment insurance, so it was a good way to like be able to like uh, do street spot all, all winter or just snowboard all winter. So you work five months in the summer and you can snowboard for the rest of the, the year and get like $500 a week. So it, you can do good with that, yeah. <laughs> Not the greatest, but you can film video part back for-
0: in the days. I got a Patreon question about your, your work. This is from Sam Luma. I've always connected with Frank because he worked in restaurants while getting after it on a board. I want to know how he balanced a job while pursuing a pro career and what led him to open his own restaurant after getting signed by Arbor.
4: Um, yes, yeah, good question. But like, what it was easy. So the place I was working at, um, it was Auberge. So it's an hotel with 55 rooms and a, and a restaurant there. And it was super close to my parents' house where I grew up. So uh, I was working there five months a summer. That's how long they are open. So I thought it was really nice. So you work from the start to the end, and you make good money. And after that, you have the un- unemployment insurance, like I talked earlier. And um, and yeah, I bought that place actually. So
0: you bought the place
4: you used to work at. Yeah. So when I was young, I was like that. I liked that lifestyle, and that's what I want later. So. And
0: you made good relationship with the people that owned it. I'm guessing.
4: Exactly. Yeah. So I had a. Yeah. They were older. They're sixty five, I think. But I was a good friend of mine and. Uh, I asked him like for the past be like six years or something. I was asking every him year, ask every <laughs> oh more, more than once a year. <laughs> Bringing suitcases with money in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh, at the end it finished like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look, man, you're ready to retire. <laughs> Let
0: me put this on the table. Yeah, that's uh, pretty
4: and it's much so
0: up. cold in Quebec that it was very seasonal, huh? So it's perfect for your line of
1: work.
4: Exactly. But so they I, shut I, down, and as right now too, it's like winter is up still, and uh, and it's like so it's. So the tourist season is like in the summer, and after that, the the building is not made for winter anyway. So you have to close all the, the the electricity and the the heater and everything. So it's not you cannot run it so all the year round. The pipes
0: own. don't freeze and all that. Exactly. And yeah. you've been doing this your whole life, so you know how the business runs inside and out.
4: Yeah, I worked there for ten years. So now when I bought not Your it, whole life, but yeah, ten years worked there, and I took a break and I came
3: back there, and it was the same exact thing. So it's not that dude, hard. This dude is, really cool. is the perfect restaurant owner. Like you just. He knows how to like walk up to any table and just be like, "Oh, how you doing? What's going on?" Like he's like the fucking mayor of his hometown. I bet the locals Dude, like he's literally the They'll mayor. come
0: and he sits down with them, and with every table, they just come back to see you. Is, it, is that what it's like, Shaw?
4: <laughs> I mean, not the mayor, but like yeah, people are stoked. There's uh, some uh, some activity in the in the village. You know, it's only a thousand people lives there, so it's like not that that big. So you better be be nice with people because it's easy to people can not like you and talk to. Shit to other people, so you better be nice. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: You got lucky with the name Frank April, where a lot of guys have a crazy Quebec name and it holds them back. Or did you change your name? No,
4: my name is a little bit crazy. It's Fran- it is François.
0: François.
4: Yeah, so it's uh, that's why it's Frank now. It's a little easier in uh, in English. So you switched it to Frank? No, it's just
3: like people calling me Frank. Yeah. But it's François. Because if yeah. you look at old old uh, Brothers like. Factory videos, it's it was François. Yeah, and if in you the titles and just uh, yeah April. old old one yeah
0: and april's that actual last name
3: yeah
4: and but if you think about the uh, nicolas Sove there was nick Sauve, and if you think about L&B, it was Laurent nicolas Pacin, mfr marie francois they're all hard to say you know and uh there's dcp yeah. had to become dcp yeah exactly dcp david carrier pochon that's a hard one too
0: so it's yep. all for marketing
3: yeah, it's easier to remember, looks better on a board, all that shit. It's just easier yeah. to say, I feel easier like. Easier to say, yeah. yeah. Some of those names are fucked up. Francois? Okay, we're going to get into a guest question from none other than Ben Beloch.
0: Salut boys, c'est Ben B. Um, I don't have exactly have a question for Frank, it's more of a request. So here it is. Um, Francois, you skate goofy, you surf goofy, you pow surf goofy, but you snowboard regular. I think uh, I think you owe it to the snowboard community to come clean and admit that you are in fact goofy footed, because uh, you know what they say: if it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, then it must be a duck.
4: <laughs>
0: a fucking great question! That was perfect timing with the Francois.
4: <laughs> so okay, it's time to take this out of the bag. You do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's um, for some reason I started skateboarding first, and. Um, uh, the way to Ollie was really popping with my left um, left foot or left leg and to do, to do it for the Ollie is still right now doing a switch Ollie is so hard. So that's why I was skating uh goofy. But when it's time to go fast and down a hill, when you're it's all so I wakeboard. I don't wakeboard often, but I wakeboard regular cause my, my foot are strapped. So when my foot are, my foot my feet are strapped, I go regular and if it's not a going goofy. But if I go like Pourquoi? Why? I don't know. I like the sideways uh, going left, you know, for when I'm and When I when I'm not strapped, I'm going right. I'm not the only one. I'm, same, who I'm do the that. same way. But yeah, just, you are the same way. Yeah, yeah same exact thing. And but it's, it's the, not like for the, you.
3: It's the strapped thing too. I had, I have don't have an answer of why. Yeah. Yeah, what about I the don't. ollie? Is it because
4: the, the ollie is way easier when you're um, when you go like pop with your like you know like uh, with your left left On leg a skateboard? Yeah. So the ollie is easier goofy but you might prefer to go fast like a regular
3: you know i i don't know why it feels the way it does but it just feels right that's the only way i can describe it It doesn't make any sense but it's like are you ambidextrous i think some people are ambidextrous right like i play hockey lefty i play golf righty same yeah so and then i snowboard regular skate goofy so like i think there's just a degree of the way our brains are wired is just a bit ambidextrous
4: yeah but have you ever like tried to write left then?
3: No, I mean, yeah, I'm it's so horrible, bad. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's
4: kind of like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. And do you play baseball or, um, <coughs> left or I right? throw
3: ready. righty. You throw a righty?
4: No, I'm talking about like uh, hitting the I uh, bat the righty.
3: Okay. Oh, you're not
4: left. And I'm really both for that one. Oh, you're it's really weird. both? Yeah. yeah.
3: That's amazing. Which way do you fingerboard? All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> goofy or regular? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> right arm and I go
4: um, goofy. You go goofy? No, you don't. I go like that. Yeah.
3: Oh, you're goofy on a fingerboard. I'm regular oh, on a wow. fingerboard. Oh, weird. So this, see this, and you guys things. are both right-handed. Yeah, we're both right-handed. I'm goofy. See, that's how I always like- Yeah, I'm left-handed. That's weird. Yeah, he's he's uh yeah he's basically Mongo on a on a fingerboard. So all <laughs> right, Frank, I'd like to I'd like to hear this story because it's one of my favorite stories in the world, and it's uh it's from Stoneham. And, um, oh no! Yes, we're, getting we're going there, there. Yeah. and I don't know if Easton's ever heard this story. <laughs> so
0: I am familiar with Stoneham, but I'm not familiar with uh, the story. I don't think
3: you know which one this is, Frank. Can you just walk us
4: through? I'm sorry for people listening to that; it's a little intense, but um, <laughs> shits happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, actually, I think I have heard this story.
4: <laughs> um, so there's one thing. It's important to understand, well, before I start the, the, the story, it's um, I sleepwalk. I sleepwalk more when I drink. It's, I think it's a normal thing. But uh, So I wake up in the morning from a big night, and um, yeah, it was February, and um, so the month after January, for people who didn't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's really cold. We're in Quebec City. I mean, Stoneham is a resort close to there, and I, I was living there and i wake up and it smell smell like shit obviously it's um, it smell bad and i'm like oh what i just did or what happened last night and i look i just look into like my bedroom and i see on the eater. you know the eater is on like on the side of the wall you know it's um, the heater
3: the heater yeah thank you Sean. The eater? Uh, thank the you chris the, the e- eatery e- the heater the and heater. Um, it's like a cast iron heater basically yeah
4: and there's mm-hmm. um Say an like 8 inches um, shit on the eater.
0: <laughs> Eight-inch long poop? Yeah. and it's A log. Like,
4: yeah, a log. And it's like a little <laughs> bit melt because it's it's working.
0: <laughs> is this one of those like high heaters? No,
4: it is the the, the low one. But uh, the, but the it's thing still is like... kind of funny because it was laying on the eater. And it was not like half on the side. It was like, I don't know how I did that. And I look at my hands. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't touch it. My hands are clear. <laughs> So I don't know like my, my what was my technique for that. If I put my back you know, on the wall and I move s- slowly on the right.
0: <laughs> to perfectly lay it down.
4: And um, and <laughs> it's baking into the heater. Yeah, and it smelled for months after that. It was horrible. There's just and,
0: no way to get rid of the smell.
4: My girlfriend came by after two weeks. Like, What's wrong with the smell in our bedroom? I'm like, um. Um, I don't know It was super hard <laughs> to clean you, you as didn't much. know Yeah, you know, but I told her At some point um, Baby
0: I shit the heater <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yeah sorry for the listener
0: And uh, you had You had none on your hands Or anything no. too it's,
4: it's almost like And there was no pee at all It was just there was that There no pee it? No
3: it was just that 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 thing On the heater It's baking on there Just baked on <laughs> and perfect uh, yeah. Okay I'm also gonna I have another question What does the heater And your kitchen Knife drawer Have in common? I mean Same thing You, what, really you pooped talk-
4: in
0: the knife drawer? <laughs> <laughs> Not it was diarrhea in the knife drawer. Yeah, I was not as lucky. It was
4: taking a little while to clean that. Though. <laughs> Can you? Oh my god! What?
3: what, what uh, how so high so, is the knife drawer? I mean, your standard issue underneath the underneath the countertop. It was not that the, high. Yeah it, like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was.
0: It's morning. still like three feet high, right? Like <laughs> higher than a toilet bowl.
3: <laughs> also, that, what it wasn't poo, it was what a diarrhea.
4: <laughs> you said it good that time. Oh yeah, okay. You oh, did. sometimes say diarrhea. <laughs> or,
0: so you were walk sleepwalking, and you somehow open this the The knife drawer that's like waist high, higher than your toilet. No, no, it's, no, it's not.
4: It's, it's not. Like it's neat high. That, that drawer, was high, same, okay. Yeah, it was the same same height, but um, still, I move from my um, my bedroom, go downstairs, and like open just the drawer, sleepwalk, and
3: everywhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had the ring camera footage of that. Yeah, the ring him, camera, incredible. Sleepwalking, animal. opening the drawer <laughs> and then turning around. I mean, you should ask. Diarrhea. That. Into it.
4: You should ask my wife. We've been together a long time, and I think she has some videos.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you? These are the only two that you've heard. There must no, be more. Mo- I have I a lot. Was more. Say I actually. Uh,
4: be. We'll have more right. we get into, but there's gotta but you be more.
3: Are we gonna get more into that? We, uh, later. Why, do on. you have some more for us? <laughs> <laughs> there's more. Yeah, there's more. Um, but That's incredible. Uh, also, Sab is a saint. Your your wife's a saint. She didn't. Yeah, she she wasn't happy about the uh, the knife drawer, though. I'll tell you that.
4: No. But I, she's really nice. I don't know how that I did that. But <laughs> did yeah. you have to call a carpenter and get a new drawer installed?
3: No, no, no. I did it. I fixed it. Yeah, you know. we've eaten with those knives since it's. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, it I, I, I forgot <laughs> about the silverware was actually in there. You
3: want a You want a steak knife, uh,
4: <laughs>
0: Chris?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you tell me about it after we're eating after dinner. You steak. Like which silver? <laughs> which silverware exactly did the diarrhea get on?
0: <laughs> wow, that is incredible. And was there none on your hands? That time either,
4: no.
3: (laughs) Also, mind you, this is this is after generally a big night of partying, so that's usually like a combination platter. Yeah, for
4: a sleepwalker, I think it goes like your higher when you drink. Mm -hmm. Do you still sleepwalk? Yes, less often. I don't know if it's because I I party less or because I don't know. But I'm I'm better
3: now. You should. His snoring is insane. Yeah, snoring is.
4: Yeah. What's your
0: girl saying? She she's cool with it.
4: Um, she's the as, same as me. Oh, so, she does. You so, both are just sound. Yeah, it's logs a good connection on <laughs> in that symmetry. Sorry, Sab.
0: Do <laughs> your little kids? Snor-
4: uh, actually, yes, they do. <laughs> and like, it's so funny. You ask them like to like fake sleeping, and they like. <laughs> So that's for them what his sleeping is. It's not closing your eyes. It's more snoring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the house must be so rad after hours. It's Loud. Like four people snoring.
3: All right, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about liquid death. Buds and I murder liquid deaths on the regular. You may be cruising around your local grocery store and see, oh, there's a tall can of liquid death. Why is there beer in the water section? It's not It's not beer. It's water, Buds. It's, it's mountain spring water, right? Why, so why do they call it Liquid Death, Buds?
0: Because it's going to brutally murder your thirst like a serial killer out there. Get rid
3: of the uh, dehydration and hydrate. They also donate a portion of their profits to every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. That's yeah, death to plastic. Death to plastic. They also got great merch. They got hoodies, t-shirts, cool collabs with Nixon. Dude, I wear that
0: pink uh, hoodie, and it's awesome. The the Whoever's doing their graphics over there is killing it.
3: You can find Liquid Death Mountain Water on Amazon or at a retailer near you. And the Bombhole listeners get 20% off their first Liquid Death apparel purchase. Available exclusively at liquiddeath.com bombhole. Again, that's liquiddeath.com bombhole. All right, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Woodward Park City. It's only 15 minutes from Salt Lake and they're open 365 days a year. Buds, that's every day. That's every day. They just added twenty percent more terrain park features. The park is smacking right now, buds.
0: Smacking that place. I mean, if they had that when I was a young kid, it would have been just incredible. The kids are lucky right now.
3: It wouldn't be a switch Mickey that you were doing. It'd be a switch double Mickey. Maybe a trip. I don't know. It it could be a triple. Basically,
0: endless what could be done. These kids are really lucky. There's foam pits inside the the skateboarding. There's biking. There's parkour, sledding,
3: and uh, snowboarding and skiing. It's incredible. Drop in for a session or a lesson any day of the week. Access to Woodward Park City is available through daily tickets with full day lift access starting at $40. Totally affordable, fun place to go ride. It's just a great place to have fun with your friends. Simple as that. Check out Woodward Park City. All right, let's get back into it, Frank. So uh, earlier, we, we kind of breezed over your enlightened part. And that, that to me is a very special part. That's when you were really locked in. And um do you have a favorite trick from that iconic video part?
4: Uh I have a bunch of them. Um let's say I mean I did all the two seventies. <laughs> sorry, should we start again? can you hear him? It was yeah. Sorry. You could hear it, <laughs> but who gives a shit? Just keep going. <laughs> okay. So I had those all those uh, um two seventies, like like a back two seventies. I really n- never really did that before, so I was super hyped on that. And obviously Anders are sometimes like um, your favorite because there's certain reason and it's a nice spot and whatever. I did switch switchback clip on that um, long downrail in Quebec. Um, there were like a bunch of different tricks before, but I was super hyped on that. And for me, it was a big day because my grandfather I, re- I really like. His name was Benoit, same than my kid actually, so it's kind of funny, but uh, he died that day. So I went back after that to do the trick and got it. So I'm super... That was you know, that's a they remember, that's for sure.
3: And you dedicated your ender for your grandfather. I remember you said that in the in the video, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a special trick. Yeah. I'm gonna remember that and, one. And didn't he give you some great life advice at some point? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it earlier,
4: but yeah, my grandfather always told me like, um, you better know somebody than something. So that means uh, having connection with people, sometimes it's better than know some stuff in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i think that's smart yeah. i didn't know at the start uh, as back in the days but now i know like from having businesses yeah. and you know like it's cool to to know a bunch of people because you can you can learn a lot from people
3: mm-hmm. there's a saying in this in english it's like uh, more it's not what you know it's who you know Is kind of how we phrase that but the same 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 yeah thank you the mem shows uh i like that and you you talked about you know doing all for 270s and I think it's, this is a fun wormhole to go down, because French-Canadian snowboarders, for those who aren't familiar, are very known for proper, like you have to do your trick a certain way. If you do a backside lip slide, it needs to be between the bindings, it needs to be square, you need to come off in the middle of the bindings. Why are you French-Canadians known for doing your stupid trick so proper?
1: Yeah, <laughs> trick police over yeah. there. I would, I would say the thank you
4: for all of, uh, all of us, but... I don't know. It's just being all together all the time in Stoneham and watching video parts and complaining, maybe sometimes about tricks, like why that tricks made it to uh, that video part. And just like being always together and talking about it and just like, nope, that's not going to work. You be, like, you tap or your press went down or you're like on your binding on that backflip that made no sense. And uh, that was for us. That was just like a way you have to do it. And we, that's how we do it. So it was natural for us. But like, I seen people doing like their tricks for like 60 times because they were like, not perfect angle or something but at the end it it works you know you remember like uh, those video parts and like there was nothing to say about it there was uh, other stuff to say about it but the trick was well
3: done you know let me tell you something buds filming with French Canadians it's fucking annoying they'll make you do it 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 because they'll do do a perfect backflip, perfect switch to 70 you're like wow that was great they're like I'm gonna do another one you're like (laughs) then they do it perfect again you're like I'm gonna do another. And You're like, <laughs> dude, you have three perfect ones, and they're like, it's like a competition to like to do it perfect, and more then, perfect, and, and you're then you're just more like, perfect. dude, you guys are you guys are stupid.
4: <laughs> but at the end, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't you know. You can't if, move on. To the no, the no, I do you're to
3: hang out there forever. To, it's good to keep snowboarding in a high level. I, I, I'm, I'm busting your balls. I actually think well, it's that's why
4: awesome. they became the best. Huh? Yeah, I mean, not the best, but I remember like we went uh, to um, to Japan for um, Chris's X game and. He was doing a switchback clip on that uh, switchback lip on that king, and uh, he comes to me. He's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, it "Doesn't work at all." <laughs> and, <laughs> you were there helping the, him, huh? I and, broke
3: the. F- I did that third try, by the way.
4: Yeah, and I regret it because like he went back after that and didn't get it better. And did you went back?
3: No, no, I no. The, what happened was it. so basically the the easiest battle in my life. I did the switchback clip third try in my real snow, and, and I and I went and I have a different philosophy. And I did the switch back lip and I started, I was going like I was going to switch. I hit the kink. It just took me to like what would be to faky, what was actually to regular, right? So I didn't hold it to switch the whole way. And, and we watched the footage and Phil Jacques and Frank were both like, nope, not good. You need to do it again. And I'm like, you know, I just have a different philosophy. I liked the way my body language was on the trick. I was like, I came off between the bindings. It wasn't to switch. But but in the French-Canadian rule book, that's a fucking no-go. <laughs> but that's what I...
0: But you let it go, and it was your... I life. let it go. No, it but the,
4: the goal to, to say that, I was just saying, like, at the end, it was one of your best tricks you have in your part, and, like, it was stupid to say that, because it looks so good. It was just, like, I don't know, like, on the moment, trying to do the best, but at the end, the result was super good. Right. So that's what but
0: I'm then saying, like... you gotta like, remember the people at the end watching it.
3: The, the reality is, actually, though, if you want to be totally honest, a, a, a good friend... Tells you true to do it again. A bad friend is like, yeah, it's good, man. It's like, dude, your face dragged in the landing. Like it wasn't. It's not (laughs) usable.
0: And I've seen that on trips where they just want to ride next, so they're
3: telling someone that it's good. A good friend tells you you need to do it again. Yeah. So that's a good friend move. I I back it honestly.
4: But the result was really good at the end. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you better you do it again and again and again, and you just go back to the the ten tries, and the first ten try was better than like I don't know.
3: Yeah, there's a philosophy, too, that I've heard Keegan Velika say that's, like, you want to do the trick the way your body naturally does it, kind of. So, like, that third, the one I did third try was, like, kind of, like, natural body language, where sometimes when you you keep refining it and keep refining it, it it does probably get better. But sometimes you're, like, you get a little too, it can be, like, robotic or something, you know? Like, the little sketch, the little bit of sketch can add to it, but I'm also justifying, like, not doing it perfect, because I could have done it again to switch sure so anyway but it's a good conversation yeah i like it i i have a good question for you too so you have a really good 270s especially on like a gap rail if you look like you can do a 270 where you kind of do it all in one cadence where you just like spin it and then like go to fakie or something but you guys have this really good like pop wait 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 with your board straight and then whip the whole 270 at the end i love it thank
4: you but i think that's a way for myself what I do that is because I'm not I don't want to commit too much and I want to do the af cab and not being like in trouble doing the 270 in, in, in one way so it's a good way to see it you know I'm talking about front side because backside is a little different yeah. you don't see that much you better like spin faster yeah but from front side or cab whatever it's uh you see better so you can wait and your body is ready to do it but you don't if you don't have to do it you're like comfortable to mm-hmm. just go af
3: cab or mm-hmm. m- maybe switch more side hmm to me, one of the most beautiful things is on a front side or cab or hardway frontside, front side 270 or whatever is a good weight, like weight to turn the board.
4: Yeah, and we're lucky in on our sport we can wait because our your, our, fo- our feet are strapped in the board. So that's not every like other uh, boards uh, sport you can do that. So that's that's good. We have that.
3: You know? That's a good point. Yeah, I love it. I love the trick police uh, conversation too. So Frank, in the in the unwritten rule book of French Canadian tricks that are okay to do and not okay to do, which ones are illegal?
4: It's hard to say because at some point, I mean, all the crooked like um, tell Press, like uh, forty five
3: degrees. What about the Smith grind? Yeah, that's what he's talking about.
4: Yeah, I mean, at some point it comes. People bring it back. I did myself, and I think it's kind of cool, but it's really hard to lock it in. It's like not a, as a, on a skateboard, you know. So I think they are a little bit illegal. I'm thinking... Um,
3: what about low presses?
4: That I mean, it's not a presses. It's a 50-50, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love when the body's all up-pressed, but the board's
4: not. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, the press has to be at where, least from the middle. Where are you
0: at with a swivel?
4: I mean, it's I'm down with it. It's a trick, you know. It's Everybody that is good about snowboarding, I think, it's a whatever. You can do whatever you want, you know. Whatever the style you want to do, and it's it's an art. At some point, you know, it's a sport, but that's, you can do whatever you want. So it's like I respect it. You know, if people want to do a swivel, just go for it. And, I, they and can it looks do that, good sometimes. But they you
3: can't. Know? You know what? He's being he's yeah, not being honest right not, now. He's being too nice. He's not being he, You're himself. not getting him in the van because no. he'd be like, nope, swivel illegal. Yeah.
4: No, I will not like it in my <laughs> video part, but I respect people <laughs> who like I seen some cool one. You know, and the tap at the end and like all those thing I was not down. You don't like the dead lung. I, I, I like that long, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I, don't I think mean as a
0: person, that's th- a trick
4: for myself. I will not do that in a video part, but like when I see it, I'm happy to see it, but it's not my favorite. Is you it, don't like it, to is see is people more?
0: dancing around on the handrail, huh? You want tricks, solid, how they're supposed to be done.
4: Like I'm, I think I'm getting better, more mature. So that's why I'm like saying that like no, that. I want to hear the hate. Yeah. No, but the eight back in the days I was not done at all. Uh, as right now mm-hmm. i think that's what is good it's like like i'm saying it's an art you can do the whatever you want if people like it if you like it and it works that's good but like for myself you you see in skateboarding a bunch of different style, and yeah. some people are related to that you know so i think that's good for myself it's not I what don't about
0: like the it. combo
3: platter yeah but yeah switch ups yeah i'm down are, with switch up you're I do down a bunch with of switch, switch up. up
4: yeah i, I prefer to switch up when it's like uh on an angle, and you know, it's flat to down. Then more down on a down. Yeah, rail. like a
3: like a like some type of angle change on the rail. That yeah. Makes sense. No, I'm okay. Down. Another question. What about the half cab fifty front three?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to laugh. I mean, it's. I think it's a contest trick. You know, it's an easy one to to lock in, and it uh, doesn't look that good. But like I said, again, it's what I think, and it's like I will not do it in a video part.
0: What about flipping off of some metal? I'm down. Yeah, he's done it. He's got,
4: he's got flips in the resume.
0: Okay, we that's have a-, a contest trick, though. That's why I, I ask, you know.
4: Yeah, but at the same time, you've seen like people doing board slide up a rail and go backflip and board slide down the rail, and I think it's kind of intense and like it looks good. And I don't know. I mean, a front flip out of a rail for myself, I think it's easy,
3: but it's still it's fun to watch, you know. Okay, we got a guest question from your dad, and it's not in the normal format of audio. It was over text. So, um, because my father English is worse than me, so it's better on the text. I
4: think. Yeah, we did it. Is over that text? why
1: he
0: texted it? That's tight.
3: So, your dad told me you speed skated as a kid. You played a lot of tennis. You were a school badminton champion. You cycled over a thousand miles in Europe with your father. You even learned to play the piano for five years. Your parents took the whole family to ski resorts every weekend. Despite all this, your father still wonders why you developed a passion for snowboarding when you were exposed to so many other things as a kid.
4: Because that's what I liked the most. That was my passion. All, everything else was like a thing you can do when you're young, you know, playing piano. <coughs> Sorry, playing piano because your parents wanted you to to learn the music, and I think it's great. It's okay. I didn't really like it, obviously. Sorry, Dad. Um, yeah, I think
0: your dad's <laughs> a little regretful. He showed you all these fine like things, like like showed you some art in badminton and he was yeah, he the and no
4: no i was really good at badminton like uh, but then
0: here you are this punk snowboarder is kind of what that text sounds like to me i don't know
4: yeah no i think my dad like at the start it was a little for my parents it was a, like I, when i quit school i'm like i'm i want to do that for for a living that's what i want to do and they were like well that's kind of hard you know it's like not the path they they did you know so it's a and it's in, in my city there's no one who did something like that so like in my hometown, I'm saying. So, like, for them, at the start, was, like, kind of weird about it. Uh, but when I started um, doing, like, after... Like, it took a little long, so they were, like, kind of... A little, uh, um, uh, not... They were a little... Nervous? Or? Not nervous, but, like... Um, yeah, a little nervous about it. Sorry about that. Yeah, a little nervous about it. So, like... Uh, but when it works, you know, when I get money from it, and I was, like, actually traveling all, all around the world and meeting good people, they were, like, super hype on that. But they were stressing about it at the start, because you want your kid to do something like he likes and something he can do. He can, he has to work, you know, he cannot do it. You know,
0: how does your dad feel now when he walks into the hotel and oh, here you are, this big hotelier.
4: Yeah. He sit at the bar. Uh, people who works at the restaurant, they know what he's going to he have. He chills have at the bar. Here. Yeah. He comes at the bar, have his pizza in the middle of the afternoon after a bicycle, bicycle ride, you know, and um, he enjoy it. He's, in he's the, proud. Yeah. He's proud. And he's like, right now he's um, retired. So like, really like he's super happy I'm, I'm back in my hometown we're like super close to him so they're my parents are super happy about that do you charge him? uh i do charge them yeah
1: <laughs> good uh, businessman I right char-
4: there <laughs> let me tell you something i know i, I know sorry one second i charge 50 percent off
0: though oh, <laughs> okay. he gets, he gets, the family and he gets a family and disc friends
3: discount let me tell you something raymond raymond Is a legend. legend. Frank's dad's a legend.
0: Yeah, straight up. But he's not getting a free slice. He ain't getting a free slice,
3: no. Not even on (laughs) half-off pizza day. Actually, actually, Frank gave him promo code BOMBHOLE for his dad to get 50% off. (laughs) His dad's not getting... (laughs) But, I I mean, I can't
4: explain it. It's like, he don't want to come... He don't want to feel bad to come in my place, you know? He don't want me to give him stuff, so he wants to pay for it. He has 50%, but he doesn't want to... Don't go, you know, because he, he wants to come all the time. He doesn't so want to feel how much, bad. How
3: much do you charge him for a water bottle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's free. <laughs> Who doesn't like it? I mean, this a guy let you. Butthole, he let right? you
0: live in the house. <laughs> he let you live in the house for eighteen years, maybe longer. I mean, yeah, fifty percent off. That makes sense.
3: Dude, briefly, you brought up the fact that you were. Dude, Frank was nasty at badminton. Oh, like I can, nasty. I can only imagine. Like he was like a state champ or some shit. Super right? tight white or shorts. high school champ.
4: Yeah. Uh yeah, I was doing really good till uh, like fourth grade in high school. Um so I mean 15 years old and I was a lot into snowboarding and and I got some issues at a tournament of badminton tournament cuz I was playing against somebody, right? So it's a competition. <laughs> Sorry for that. Um and um so I got frustrated and I was really pissed and breaking my my racket or you said? Yeah, your racket. Yeah, yeah your my racket. racket all the time. And um that's why I realized... that's when I realized that's I don't really like it, you know, I like to do stuff for myself. I don't have to, like, try to beat somebody else, you know. And um, that's why I, I went I choose uh, snowboarding because it's like uh, I can do whatever I want. I can do contests or I can just do filming. I, the goal was to film, obviously, when I did contests because it's the way you do it, I guess, in Quebec back in the days. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's why I kind of switched and I didn't do, like, tennis or, like, uh, Bicycling is just that like there's no no contest against somebody else. It's more against yourself,
3: you know. Unless you're doing X Games Real Snow.
4: Yeah, but you still you still want to prove you can film a video part. Back in the days, was 60 seconds from December, like just December. You have to finish it for start of January, and it's cool. Like, it's still a video part, you know. It's a big challenge. It was kind of intense, and it was a, a good challenge. But, uh, yeah, it's still a video part at the end, so you're kind of proud of it. Yeah, it's a contest. But you like for myself when I take I took a video part out, I want to be proud of it, and I think I did. Pretty, I was happy with what I was uh, what I did in the uh, real snow. Yeah,
3: that was that was fucking awesome, dude. You you went in on real snow, and and I think the thing that's cool with real snow is it's not just you. Like you need a good support group around you. And I thought it was really cool. Like remember, Luif got asked the first year, and we were like on some of the trips helping Luif, and then you got asked, and Luif or Luif was doing it, but we were. Kind of working together, I was helping you, and then I I did it, and you helped me, and and like I guess with real snow, it's not just your video part. There's like you got to have a good crew that's down to work hard and like grind and get after. Yeah, it.
4: and you're saying about snowboarders, but there's uh filmers there and, and photographers, and yeah, it's good to have a good team with them too. And it was uh, good
3: times, great times. Do they have is real snow still going? I think so. I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Je I don't know. I feel like since COVID, um, maybe it slowed down. In real snow, though. You say it's not a competition, but when you and Luif were filming the same year together, it was you guys had a friendly competition. It was a friendly competition. No, it was fun. It was rock, paper, scissor for spots. You know, yeah. we see a spot together <laughs> Four like
4: spots shotgun. This is mine. It's like, no, I seen it in the same time as you. Mm-hmm. So like we're doing rock, paper, scissor for spots. Because we cannot That's have the so same rad. spot, you can just fifty it or bar slide. So with a Yaz's spot I do mine and it was a funnier. I don't think I will Go back on a trip with somebody else who's doing real snow. Dude, yeah, but in it, the it, States, it was good. Everyone would <laughs>
0: split up, and you would not shoot together.
4: Yeah, but it was fun. It was really super chill.
3: One of the most legendary sessions I've ever seen in my entire snowboard career was in Stockholm. We went to these like two really steep downrails that that put you right into the ground, and you had to gap out past like maybe five ten feet of like a ledge, something like that. So it was like a gap out to a really long downrail, and. Um, Luf like gap backlipped it and then. Do you want to just talk us through that session? Yeah, but first
4: of all, I don't know if we can talk about it. But there, the the rail was nubbed. So the night before, in a nice city as um as uh, sorry Stockholm, um, we went at night to cut the the thing, and I felt bad about it because there was not that many rails who got got are nubbed there. But it was a really nice rail. It was like two flat ledges, and you had to pass the ledges to hit the down rail. So you have to wait to spin, you know, and um, that was a great natural speed uh, in a park, super mellow, and we 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 work our way to a trick. We're not stressed about like going straight for the trick. So it was a pretty good session, and like as as usual, Louis has to do just better than everybody else. So I did front two, and he went for cap two back Um But you get used to, you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> kidding with i just
3: <laughs> it was it was fucking crazy though too because and, the and, then, and then frank did gap 50 50 dropped a board slide on the rail but but the point i guess i'm saying is like this session like i remember watching Luif back lip it and i'm scared and i'm watching frank front to it and i'm scared and then Luif starts cab two back it but like it was like high consequence narrow narrow stairs like if you come off early you could definitely get caught up in the rail next to it and uh, man, it was just a fucking. That was one of the heaviest sessions I feel like I've ever seen.
4: The impact to the 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 uh, end was flat, and the long, long don round was uh, it was something, <laughs> dude. We were... So you
0: guys push each other.
4: Yeah, I mean that's good. I'm that, I'm kidding about like he's doing better tricks and... I mean
0: he's th- he's really good. Yeah, I no, don't. Obviously, he's, uh... if there's a guy to be out he's there, would right. like that. He's all right. He's, let's not blow his head up too yes, much. He's all right. Yeah, exactly
3: dude but <laughs> he's average he's, he's, he's very he's average okay yep yeah, like uh the best thing was there was this one gap to double slide off of a roof and i'm sitting we're having breakfast at some hotel in stockholm and these two are talking in french so like, like i don't know what the fuck they're saying and then they just rosham, and then frank just slams the table here like you hear like all the fucking silverware jumping. And i'm like <laughs> what just happened it's like oh frank lost rosham for the gap to double slide <laughs> And you just all sitting there eating. Yeah, and, uh. it
4: was great breakfast by the way. Just a full buffet of like nice meat. It was and a cheese great buffet. And bakeries <laughs> and the that was incredible we're, buffet. You, huh? you remember that we're, we're like being a bunch, <laughs> bunch of of, of dudes <laughs> in a room, and it was so expensive there. You remember? Mm-hmm. And we go to like the breakfast, and we like just take everything for our lunch. Yeah, like making like oh pack in your pockets. Oh yeah, like full. But it was nice food. That was good. Mm-hmm. Different than the super eight, you know. It was
0: just a great
3: buffet.
4: It's a
0: buffet, man.
4: Did I say something wrong with the buffet? <laughs> no, no, man, not at all. The meat buffet. It's like a place you, you know, the meat buffet.
0: The meat buffet. <laughs> I'm is talking it, about a strip club.
4: Is, <laughs> is, is that buff- a place? <laughs> no, the meat buffet. Yeah, the meat buffet is a strip. Can be a strip club, right? <laughs> Sorry, we're probably gonna cut that part.
0: Probably not, actually. But let's go. <laughs>
1: Woo!
3: okay, we're getting there. Well while we're talking about Lewiff, What's up with Lewiff's wallet?
1: Oh
4: You know classic we go to um, Ud in the, in the summer to uh, to go I cascade and uh, we do like a week there and have fun. like I don't know if it was maybe a salmon session or whatever. Solomon?
3: Salmon? Salmon. <laughs> salmon session. Say salmon like the fish. Salmon S-salmon. Salmon.
4: Salmon. But there's our L somewhere, and that's a salman Salomon. Okay, Salmon. keep going. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're there for a week, and um, and we like snowboard every day. And the last day before <laughs> we go to the plane, we go to that bar. I think it's Charlie's, right? Charlie's, yep. Yeah, and uh, we have some beers, and we play um, games there. And we come back home, and we wake up in the morning. Oh, man, am seeing like, the place we, they give us, like a little chalet or something. And we're like, in the same room, just us two. And we uh, wake up in the morning, and... His wallet and his passport on, on the carpet in the middle, and I was like, What the fuck is going on here? And he touched it, and it's all wet. So, yeah, I, I'm gonna get let, let you guess what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At least you didn't poop on it, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what yeah. did it did you put it there and then pee on it, or did he? We don't know, no one knows. Here's yeah. the
3: situation Louis might have beat you in real snow, but you pissed on his wallet. <laughs> so, yeah. who, who really won? Yeah, you're who re- the winner I think Frank won How did Louis
4: take that? <laughs> oh, he got pissed And he probably got um, He did a revenge somewhere But I don't know which one But he's <laughs> Maybe really...
0: like in your boot or something yeah. No one knows
4: <laughs> We don't so, want to know So,
0: you gotta be careful Rooming with Frank, huh? Well, oh, yeah, the, the snoring and snoring is uh, Yeah, and, yeah, and then then the more so Bodily you, fluids If you find some
3: fluid Or bo- or poop in or your solid, solid yeah, yeah. feces Yeah Anything can happen Anything Alright, Stone Buds that's me. We're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Bubs Naturals. If you guys are unfamiliar, we always talk about their collagen. It's really good for just overall vitality, recovery, uh, recovering from injuries, all that type of stuff. But big news. Yeah, Bubs brew. They do. They got coffee beans, buds. What's coffee up with them? Coffee beans. Uh,
0: it sounds like to me we got a USDA organic fair trade. First ever
3: coffee bean to be Whole30 approved. It's Bub's Brew. It's a dark roast, Chris. It's a full body, rich chocolatey cocoa caramel and toffee-like sweetness. That sounds delicious. Another great thing about Bub's is they give 10% of all their profits to charity. So you can feel good about that. It's a good cause. They got collagen. They got MCT oil. Now they got Bub's Brew. They got the gummies, the apple cider vinegar gummies. We hammer a bottle of those a day. Easy. Easy. Keep the gut biome good. So, all in all, Bubs is a great brand. They're supporting the show. that's uh, a brand from, from our sport. The founder is a snowboarder. And basically, uh, head on over to bubsnaturals.com. Use promo code Bombhole for 20% off. Again, BubsNaturals.com. Use promo code for Bombhole. Get 20% off. All right, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Hippie's Organic Chickpea Puffs, Stony Buds. Yeah, I think we're talking about Sriracha Sunshine today, and wow, delicious. Uh, It's almost unsafe, the amount of bags I've been putting down of these things. uh, They taste like something that would be unhealthy for you because they're so good, but they're actually good for you, Buds. Yeah, and you know, it's like secure the bag is what they always say. They're kosher. They're vegan. Plant-based protein, delicious. They're non-GMO as well. Uh, one thing I think we should talk about, too, is the fact that they support the bomb hole. And
0: it's incredible because uh, I support eating them. So it goes hand in hand.
3: So if you want to go check out some hippies, head on over to hippies.com and use promo code bombhole20 for 20% off. They're also available at your local grocery store. Yeah. Buds, you want to take us back in? Let's get back into it, boys. Alright Frank We gotta talk about Deja Vu Iconic legendary film crew With all the Quebecois You guys picked eight riders originally And made two
0: timeless films some, It kind of put them on the map I think They're already on the map But it
3: really solidified It gave you some map location <laughs> <laughs> you
1: I mean it was
0: just like, like, These guys are <laughs> the best
3: You know what I mean Anyway why'd you guys do Deja Vu crew
4: uh, Sorry what <laughs> MapQuest It put them on MapQuest <laughs> the break <end> of them um, <laughs> okay, we are English here um, <laughs> um so what's the question again?
3: Why did you guys form the déjà vu crew?
4: so I think from Banway back in the days, you know, like we're like all together and like everybody's split up to do like stuff for their company or like whatever the project they want to do and uh it's been like a few years, and we kind of like we're talking about like let's just come back all together, and it would be cool to just film together and have fun for a few years and and we and at the year before deja vu we did like a little trip uh, in sherbrooke all together and it was so, so much fun it was just like good times and like it was productive too you know like because we know how to work together and have fun together so we don't have to say that much and we just know how to do it and uh we did that little um uh, prequel web it, yeah exactly and it was uh, and good response from people from the internet because back in the days there was no internet and that, at that point there were internet so so we did that and it uh, just makes just sense and so we start working on a proposal for like sponsors because it's not easy to make a movie you need like a good filmers and good filmers you need to pay them and like uh, you want to be like with good good sponsorship and good partner in there and um, so yeah so we decided to do it together and uh, and it went well. It was uh, some really good years. Who were the filmers? So the first year was uh, in Deja Vu was uh, Ari Agan and uh, Aiden Ranch. And the, um, for the other card the, the the movie after that was uh, same two and uh, Tanner Pendleton. So that's the- Heavy, heavy crew.
0: Heavy crews, and the first guys just happen to have H's. Huh? Yeah, it's it, tough. He's pretty
3: good. Yeah, it's yeah. tough for the <laughs> tough <laughs> for <laughs> the <laughs> Frenchies. They're also you, also what happens on these trips is if you speak English, you're stranded on English Island. So, me and Harry Hagen would spend a lot of time on English Island. W- <laughs> what
0: if it was just Harry and not you? He must have been bumming.
4: It was probably hard for them. Actually, now I think about it, it was they were like really nice, and we have good times and everything. But sometimes they were like probably. But we're trying to like speak the most English we can, but you know, sometimes we just start making jokes and having fun and like put the English on the side. And it was hard for them. And thank you to like the, they stayed, you know. <laughs> we, we did three years with them and they did well. And sorry about that again because, uh,
3: you know. Well, we got a guest question from Harry Hagan. Here we go. What up, bomb hole? Got a question for Big Frank. Frank, if you could give
2: us a rundown on your experience of how you got back into Finland from Estonia, that would be great. Um, As the driver of the vehicle, I remember it pretty vividly, but I'm not sure uh, you do the same. Uh, Miss you, big dog. Hope all is
4: well. Okay, another party memories. Um, Yeah, so we were in Finland all together and we decided to go to Estonia for a day, just for a day. So we, we... Left in the morning, really early, take the boat and go to Estonia. And um we were driving around, trying to find a spot. And we find a spot. It was a really nice down rail at a stadium. It was pretty chill. But I, I'm kind of bigger than the others so like f- to having the, the the same speed to do the trick I want, it was hard. So I was just stoked to be in estonia So I decided to sit on the side and look at the session and have some beers. So yeah, I have a bunch of beers, and uh, you know, sometimes on a trip, it's good to have a day off and. Uh, about something else, or or nothing at all, <laughs> and um, so yeah, had a bunch of beers and uh, went to a restaurant. I have a bunch of wine, and uh, we went to uh, the boat at night to come back. And um, we decided to party a little bit on the boat, having like uh, I think it was fireball and it's a liquor, it smell like uh, it tastes like cinnamon, it was good, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so. Got shirtless, I think, and they put me in a little um, little room for the, for the, the brig. Yeah, for the rest of the trip or part of the rest of the trip, that's what I remember. And I was I was passed out at some point, so they um they hid me in the trunk of the car because they don't want me to like talk to the border or something. So I was sleeping with bags over me, so they don't want me to talk to the the guys at the customs. So he he drive through the customs with me hiding in the back. And I came back from that night at the hotel, and um, I never really puke. And I think I had too much, so that that happens sometimes. And it's a good, uh, it's a good thing. So you remember, like you drink too much, and um, I puke uh, in the hotel room and outside. <laughs> but yeah, it happened to me like once every two years. It's not like yeah,
3: so me, they had to smuggle f- you into the country. country. They covered him in bags, and they covered him in coats because they couldn't find his passport. And he was passed out and being unresponsive, so they covered him in coats and <laughs> smuggled and smuggled him across the border.
4: Yeah. So, and the day after that, I was I wake up like kind of hungover hang, over and uh, try to take put all my shit together and like let's go film. You know, like there's not that many days left, and we drive around because we're not sure what we do, what We're gonna do. We have like some plans, but I didn't have any, and I find a spot. I'm like, wow this is the best spot ever. I want to do it. And everybody was like laughing at me. It was like, no, you're not going to board today. And, um, and I had a bunch of water in the morning, so that helps me a little bit. And I they let me at the spot. And like, you can shovel it by yourself. Like, you're not going to do it. And I shoveled by myself um, all morning. And they came back, like thinking I'm going to chill on the snowbank. And the setup was pretty much ready. And they pulled me a bungee. And uh, the bungee is um, the thing um, they... It's like an elastic and like give you speed for the for the spot for people who don't doesn't know. Um, and um, hit the spot and uh, it was my ender of uh, Déjà Vu. Yeah. So he was all banged up and <laughs> hung over and he gets an ender. And it was kind of weird. Like I, I never really talk about it. But the day, that day, it was a 8th March, March 8th. And um, I had like really too big uh, accident when I was younger. I ruptured my spleen. And uh, I think it was like some um, ribs broken too, and I I was in the hospital for a while. I was really young though, and um, I had a concussion the year after that, same date. And I was that, but I realized later when I was writing, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's really March 8th right now, and I'm not that kind of person. But you know, that's I remember not that many days, you know, when I got married and like when my kids got my kids got born, but I got that day too, March 18th, Mar- March 8th, and. um, and I did the trick. I was super happy and you see Ali Gagnon, who's uh, taking photos, walking super slow to me with like looking on the ground. I'm like, "Oh no. Oh no. He's going to he's going to do it. He's going to say it." He's like, well, "Yeah, Frank, you want to do it again?" I didn't really he, he thinks like the photo can be better. So I'm like, "Ah, oh, really? Like it's not like a good timing. I'm kind of hungover." And, and I did it again and the photo went to um snowboarder photo annual. So it was uh Worth it. it was worth it. Yeah, when Ollie said so something Ollie like that, so Ollie missed the photo, huh? He didn't miss the photo. I think he once released. It was something with uh, a, a glass. It was like a reflection. It was just a of reflection it. shot. Yeah,
0: I know the shot. I remember it being in the magazine. Yeah. So, so he just wanted to line up the reflect the reflection in a certain yeah. way.
4: Yeah. So I did it again, and it was worth it. That's should we, awesome.
3: Should we give Ollie the super air horn? Yes. Yeah. Let's give, dude. He's a... Ollie G. I feel like he was such a huge support system to the Deja Vu crew, too.
4: Yeah, it was at the start. The start of everything was uh, Ben Wagon. And he lined up a road trip for us for the start of that movie. You know, he's like, we're going to drove from... I mean, that was our plan, to drove from Quebec to Whistler all together. It's Like, back in the days when you don't have cell phones, it was like six or seven cars of us, like, all spread out and, like, doing Quebec City to uh, Whistler. Driving to find spots and it was pretty cool. It was uh, Marie Francois was there, it was like Charles Gagnon, Max Bargeon, it was, like Ben Be- like all the other eights, you know. Um, but um you line up a um um story about that for snowboarder with Ben Fee he was there too. It was pretty cool. So at the start he was still there and then all deja vu and he was always there and he he do such a great job, but like but like you know, sometime when you come back walking and looking at the crown, you're like, that's that's worth it, you know.
3: Well, on the subject of Ollie G, we happen to have a guest question. He also asked the same question as Harry Hagan, so I just trimmed it to the second half of his question. So, here we go.
0: I was my memory's acting up a little bit here. I was wondering if you could remind
5: me how to safely attach a banshee bungee at a spot. All right, guys. Much love. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Ollie.
4: <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you to uh, Aiden to make that video, too. Like he, I know there was a sponsor of Enlightened, and I think I was with uh, Spencer at that time and, was, you know, and was not, as good a, not too good at English, you know, and I did like a um, video to explain how to attach a banshee bungee the, a safe way. But it was, yeah, horrible. I don't remember what I was just, I was saying. The
3: but. the best, there's a video, and it's basically how to use a Banshee bungee And Frank is struggling finding the words in English that he's looking for. And he's like, I'm trying to put out, what is that fucking verb?
1: <laughs> and it was Atta- attach. Attach,
3: attach. <laughs> <laughs> attach, So that was, uh, that was actually Ollie making fun of you right there, really. Yeah, no, I know that people like to do that. So I think that video's still <laughs> up and lives, huh? It is a great video. It's a great video. <laughs> To attach. We'll it in what, the is show is that? what is that, Verb?
4: Yeah, thanks to the bungee and all those guys who pulled the bungee for me. Because <laughs> I'm so much heavier,
3: heavier than everybody
4: else. So, uh, they had to be like three people, then not two. So, it's uh, it was a pain, but it works on, on some spots, you know.
3: Dude, okay. I'm going to change gears here. Let's talk cheddar biscuit. <laughs> cheddar biscuit. Let's get into cheddar the Cheddar biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> Let's talk about the cheddar biscuits, dude. You were making some biscuits at some point. Kid was stacking biscuits. Let's talk about the biscuits.
4: Yeah, it takes a while, but yeah, at some point when I start doing the real snow and having that uh, <coughs> Ender and I I think all the sponsor was down with uh, Frenchy Frank and, uh, and uh, yeah. So it was and Rockstar? Rockstar, it was 32 back in the day. Dragon, LRG, Arbor, and um, yeah, so I was making good money actually.
3: Are you going to tell us how much? the biscuits were Yeah, stacking. I'm fine with
4: it. You know, it's been uh, it's not the same right now, but uh it's been uh, good times, good years and uh, from that I save a lot of money to um to buy those businesses, you know. So it's uh and buy houses and have fun and travel all, all over the place and uh yeah, I was making um like more than 200,000 uh, a year. So I think that's pretty good for a snowboard, I mean for doing what you you prefer, you know, you
0: was this Canadian or U.S. dollars? It was Canadian.
4: <laughs> or was it dollar, pesos? But, but back in the yeah. days, that was the same thing. Oh, they were the same back yeah. then. But and and like I say, like, like I'm saying is like I was making that much money to something I I liked the most. You know, dude, that's so incredible. It, that's great. Yeah, I cannot complain. And I, I, I did mean, it.
0: you're saying you didn't buy a house. You bought houses. Yeah, you're using that plural. Yeah, and you got businesses. I mean, you, dude, you props. know it's an
3: interesting thing to talk about too. You obviously like you know I think that that everybody sees you know it's natural to see somebody that's successful and and has a career and say i want that right like i want to be that person i want that but but there's there's also another side to it which i think is is like the shit you put your body through and i've been with you for some fucked up injuries so i think this is a good segue to talk about the experience we had in japan that was so fucking gnarly and what happened I'm gonna open a beer for that. So. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. Um, yeah, that was uh, a
4: trip for the second year of um, of Anchor. Um Start of the year was the start of January, and uh, we were with our guide Rio. There, shout out to Rio,
3: super guide. Yeah,
4: super guide. And um, yeah, we were there. It was um, sorry, Chris. Can you remember me? It was me, you. Harry, so we were,
3: Harry Hagen was filming. I think I might have been. Doing real snow at that time, I can't remember, but uh, maybe Pat Fenelon, Harry Hagen, Ryan was
4: taking photos. Yep, Huggy, Huggy yep. Bear. Yeah, Huggy
3: yep. was taking photos. Exactly. And, and who was the last rider? Nick. Did you say Nick? Oh, it's Nick. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Nick. Nick Suave. Yeah, you're yeah. totally right. Yep. And um, so we were doing pretty well in the first part of the trip, and um, we move up north and uh, we find a spot. It was um. A temple, like a abandoned temple, a Japanese mm. temple. Yeah, it was insane. It was, R N so big and like so many rails and it was a. Sorry about that. It was a really nice rail, not my type that much, but it was so beautiful and the photo will look so good. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And you have your guide who's like, you don't ride temples. That's not good. You know, in Japan, you have to respect the temple. You're not supposed to. No, exactly. So I was like, you know, it's like. Being like, um, like, think Jesus exists or whatever, like, it was like, that's that's not really a thing, right? So, that's my what I think. Sorry about the, the others. Um, and um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna shovel that thing and I really wanna do it. So, it was a down flat, down flat close out with a big gap on the side. It was massive, it was
3: large, it was fucking gnarly. And
4: uh, I was orange, it was like a um, square, square, square bar. Um, it was heavy as fuck.
0: Was Rio tripping because you we were at a temple? Uh,
4: I was trying to, think to not think too much about it. And I was like, that's that's not something I believe in. So I was like, that's not you know, somebody in the sky cannot really do that bad things, you know. Um, but I'm going to come back to that later. But um, So we shovel all night, all evening to like make the spot ready. And uh, we decided to take the, the snow out of the clothes out for the photo cuz you can see in the in the fence under the rail the snow so I decided to take it uh, take it off so it looks better right now I think that was not a good idea but um yeah so I did I take a decision like that so it happened so the day after that we tried I tried it like a bunch like um, I don't know like 50 tries maybe
3: that was a lot of tries
4: and I was going left or uh, going like on the gap and I was like it was pretty heavy, like Big gaps, but I was soft snow and, like, all the guys there was shoveling and helping me out. It was really nice. And the thing is, like, so when you go to a square bar, you like, kind of, like, locked to it. It's hard to go out like a round bar when you can just, like,
3: pop out, you Push know? Push off of it.
4: Yeah. So I did a down, flat, down, and the last flat before the fl- the, the closeout, I was going a little bit inside, so in the closeout. So I decided to try to go to bounce before the, the closeout, on the closeout side, and um, I slipped and um, my legs kind of um, hit like uh, the rail and right away I knew I was, I broke my femur. So I'm like, guys, I need help. You uh, knew it was a femur. Yeah, because I, when I take my bindings off, my leg was all was jiggling, going on the, on the other side and like... Sp- jiggling. Yeah, you can, it was like, oh, <laughs> weird, weird, weird time. But um, yeah, so I knew that was happening and I... Just remember, like some people are saying, like when you broke your femur, you can hurt like the artery, or yeah, something there, you your femoral nick it, artery. And you so can I die. was really stressed more than I was in pain, because I was like, "Let's go to the hospital right now." And our guide was like already not that down about the temple thing, and is like calling an ambulance to the temple was kind of weird. So it took a little while to call the, the ambulance. I was like kind of freaking out. I'm like, and the other thing, I have a broken femur, and we have to go down two f- stories. On a shit push, a shit push shovel is like the big the pusher uh, shovel. Chris the
0: pusher. probably went into action mode. I'm guessing he was really good. Actually, I know there he's like, like he's built for these kind, kind of moments. Leave some like, people go, a, go in fetal position and can't hang. Yeah, he was doing great. Rio kind of, Rio kind of panics in a situation.
4: Yeah, it was kind of complicated. Complicated was if he called no really the ambulance and everything, just
0: making sure this guy was going to survive. Yeah, and basically. Chris goes into like, oh, "I'm going to save you, son." Yeah.
4: So we. are we were like thinking about taking the car, but like ambulance came and jumping ambulance. Called my insurance to make sure before I got like whatever after. So called the insurance that the the, um, the road back to the hospital was insane. Like all the bump, you know, is that oh, was a lot of pain. And uh, so I arrived at the hospital and and um so I see a doctor and like make sure like I'm gonna take care of it. And they bring me like to a little, little room and they try to. So they knew, obviously, I had the broken femur. So they, Ari again was there, Nick Solve was there, and they, they were like people holding me my shoulders and myself and other people was trying to pull my leg. So my bones were on top of each other and they're trying to bring the, the bones like close to each other because it's going to be easier for their surgery. And it never did it. And it was so painful. I remember Ari didn't like it that much. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was really painful. Didn't make it. So So they put like me a, weight with the uh, what do you call it it's like it's almost like a tourniquet that
3: pulls it apart like uh a-
4: yeah so they want me to like they kind of like want my legs to go like uh, longer so the bones go back together so i have like uh, so they do that i'm like okay i think it's a good time to have morphine right now They're like oh morphine is illegal in japan i'm like illegal in japan like we can give you tylenol with uh some pills for your stomach i'm like my stomach because it's gonna hurt your stomach i'm like Oh. The I was gonna hurt your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that really real? Is that I'm gonna have to leave, like, deal with that pain? So I have all night with that. In the morning, so I think they'd have the the, the pin to put in my femur because I, I was bigger than all the Japanese. So I have to order one from Tokyo, and it comes in the morning. So they did the surgery in the morning, and um, good thing they kind of like fall me asleep for that because it would be uh, insane. But they did a well surgery, but the intensive care after that like a week without any like uh they don't do any painkillers in no. japan none it was insane yeah. it was really even hard. for surgeries for a
3: broken femur no painkillers and the biggest bone in your body you know, that's right? crazy and we were smuggling a mcdonald's into the hospital trying to make them the, feel
0: better getting some french fries
4: yeah the food at the
0: hospital wasn't that good i bet yeah it was gnarly and yeah. you had to fly and home. you let them do the surgery Sorry? They did the surgery in Japan? They did the surgery. They did a the good do.
4: surgery. That's 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 great because sometimes you can go to other countries and yeah. do a bad surgery, but my uh, doctor here said it was pretty good. That's um, good. And, um, yeah, but it, for some reason, um, um, I'm not going to say his name, but some of my friends were on their trip together. He find a old military guy at the hotel, and he has a, a oxycodone. So we give him some oxycodone because he explained the situation. He give him oxycodone. So on the way back on the car, uh, going to the airport and actually flew to Toronto, at, I don't know, f- to Montreal. In Montreal, I have a limousine to Quebec because they want to put you in, like, a regular cab or an ambulance. So I have a limousine to go back home. It's kind of a cool thing, but I had those pills to on the way back, so it helps a lot. It would have been
0: tough on the flight, huh? It was gnarly,
4: dude. It was a gnarly situation. And it takes uh, yeah, it takes a full year to come back from an injury like that. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, so. Did you guys leave Japan early? or I the I was trip. they
4: were still filming and they were like coming every night bringing me a new uh, new iPad with new movies yep because load it, up are a- yeah. you loaded up so there I had like I think it was Aries um, uh, iPad in mine and they just switched with new movie every day so they helped me a lot because there were like no internet and nothing there nobody was speaking French the only person who was speaking English in all the hospital was my doctor I was seeing him like five minutes a day I g- it was a really good experience. It was like painful and everything, but it was still an experience. And I think it's uh, it was it was okay at the end. You know,
3: I learned Dude, a lot from that. That's the pain. It's so painful. There, the, I can't imagine. I've heard it's the most painful. Um, amazing thing. Thinking back on that Japan trip, one of my favorite memories is when we were flying there. It was New Year's. We flew there in New <laughs> Year's, and Frank basically said, "I'm gonna go pick up the rental car," and then uh, Frank, "Why don't you take it from here?" <laughs> okay so I'm like okay guys check my bags you know what my bags are and
4: with that back in the days we we're bringing like our um, push, push shovels, shovels and yeah. all our shovel taped together because you know we can bring like a bunch of bags where so we have like the status at the for the plane or whatever and um so I'm like you know my bags I'm gonna go pick up the car and it was new year's I had a few beers uh on the plane and um went to rent um to to go get the car it was a big is toyota is big van so I and then you drove on the other side uh, in the car and on the road too, and um, leave that that part, and I just went s- straight to like wrong way to pick up those guys. Wrong
3: and, like, way down the terminal, and everything. Oh, <laughs> terminal, yeah. And it's you one
4: way, it obviously, Dude, right?
3: Seeing, we see we see this fucking <laughs> band coming the wrong way down. The, he goes, "Oh, I think I just did something bad." <laughs>
0: You're lucky you didn't get pulled over, dude. Yeah, that
3: was that was uh, you know. That They're
0: happened. like one beer and you're going to prison for a year or something.
4: Yeah, but I think I fell asleep in between, you know. I, yeah, I mean, it, was it was probably fine. Oh, got you. Yeah, <laughs> driving the
3: wrong way on the road is fucking incredible. Yeah, though. you got it. At we the survived. airport
0: with people everywhere, <laughs> love it.
3: I also do remember too the train where there's some train spot we were hitting and it was like really sketchy and and like the train drove by in Rio is like not down for us to hit this. And like he's like he we basically the train drives by we we were looking at the train schedule to hit this spot to make sure it was okay and we had somehow misread it and the and the train came when it wasn't supposed to and and we fucked up and and so like major no no in in Japan yeah. don't, don't fuck around by the trains and um and and basically Rio comes over and shows us his phone and it just says run away now. <laughs> <laughs> We did, yeah, we, we did. did it. Yeah. You guys just look around, like, <laughs> where are we, are we running from? What are we oh, doing? Oh, and <laughs> the best is as the train comes by, franks up by the lip of the spot, and he's like, he's like doing like the wave, like, like, it's okay, <laughs> like like it's, right, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who is this giant? <laughs> who's this giant human being?
0: Giant human being <laughs> 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 waving at
3: us. <laughs> it was incredible. Good times. It was good fucking times. I mean, while we're talking about injuries, you bro- you had a broken femur. And then a few years later, you had another fucked up one. The year uh, after. Was that your jinx? I was there again. Yeah, the year after. What happened? Um,
4: So we went together for a big year at the... Um, oh, West yeah. Asian. Yeah,
3: at uh, Fenway Park. Fenway
4: yep. Park. And we look at it. It was pretty fun. And we drove down to... I don't remember where it was. That spot's in Connecticut.
3: Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Connecticut. It was really. Yeah, it was in Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> oh Connecticut.
4: Connecticut. So we went to a spot just me and Chris mm-hmm. and um, Chris. and Kevin. Kevin oh, and T Bird was there too.
3: Wow. Yeah, and Birdman.
4: And uh, it was a cool down flat down, uh, kind of natural speed for the down flat down. But if you want to gap it, we kind of need the the winch. So we start doing some tricks on it. It was doing pretty good. It was fun and. Um, I was gapping switchback two, and um, so I did a switchback two pretty good. And I was like, oh, I never did a switchback two to reg, so let's try that. And um, went down, it was at night, too, night night uh, shoots, and then I don't like them, but anyways, <laughs> we did it. And um, and I kind of pre-spawn, and uh, I hit my nose in the start of the rail, and I just flip over and good thing i didn't land in the stairs i kind of land on the rail but like my head and my shoulder it's the the ground on the side and um it's violent yeah it was yeah. you pinged huh? yeah yeah it, was a big ping. Ping. yeah it was pretty bad and i don't remember what if that happened to me before it was pretty intense you should not ding on a gap rail this is bad <laughs> um yeah so and i land i was like oh Okay, I broke, my, I broke my arm. I broke, like, my, what's that part?
3: Yeah, like your, yeah, you thought your <coughs> collarbone you, you, or you, something? Yeah, you broke your arm. You yeah, I broke my arm. So, yeah. I was like,
4: I broke my arm, and I'm, let's go. We have to leave right now. Let's go to the hospital. I broke my arm, and it was so numb. It was so painful. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And so we drove to the hospital. It was not that far. Yeah. And uh, we talked to the lady there and uh, we explained it. And sh- Chris was like, I was with him last year. He broke his femur and didn't say anything. He has his, his arm is broken right now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but it's kind of feel better. You know, I kind of feel better. It's less pain, but I'm not good at with pain, you know? So I was not sure what it really was. So we did some sk- with the doctor, some scan, um, of my shoulder, uh, arm, uh, ribs in the back. And, um, cause I was pain in the back yeah. too. And, uh, didn't get anything. So they were just like, here's some pills, and uh, you're good. You're good to go. In two weeks? Or no? No, it was just, you're good to go. Take okay. the pills, and you're yep. fine. It's just okay. like, you have pain because you... They couldn't find anything wrong. They didn't find yeah. anything. So we went to uh, Chris's parents, and we hang out for the night, and it was so painful. The pills help, but obviously, like, yeah. I yeah, was not yeah, pain. Yeah,
0: they only help so much, right?
4: Exactly. And um, the day after, we had a trip in Ottawa lining up. So I was like, there was good snow in Ottawa, so... I drove myself from there to Ottawa and to meet all the other guys and we were at that Airbnb or something and I'm still a bunch of pain. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a few days off. I was just laying down on the, on my bed, like, and I bought a bed because I didn't think the other was, uh, was, uh, comfy enough. So I want to and just be comfy. And it took a few days. I'm like, okay, it's just pain. So we're, we're good. We're going to go shovel a spot. And, um. We shovel a spot um, close to the parliament. It was like a down ledge.
3: Gap the ledge kind of thing. Yeah. More
4: down ledge to Just gap.
3: Step down. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No, no, no. The one
3: before we built. Oh, yeah. That one. The ledge to the The one the drop. Spencer, yeah. Spencer
4: Schubert uh, stole to me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Spencer.
3: <laughs> he stole it from you? Is that what you're saying? I mean, we
4: built it and he did it like few few days after that. Oh, did well, you I leave mean, it set up? Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't do it and mm. I was not. Gonna do it. Obviously, I was too much in pain, so that's that's, that's, I'm that's that. I'm making jokes right now. It's it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I love it. Um, but we went to a down flat down flat down ledge. Uh, everybody was having shut. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna jump from that side of the parking lot and gap to the to the down to the down the last part of the down ledge. But I was so much in pain. So I was like, You were there, right? Yeah, I was there, actually.
0: I'm thinking you're saying this, and I'm like, I was, I was there. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you were there. Were there.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was a little excited. It was like my first time I was going to be able to shoot with you out in the streets. <laughs> yeah.
4: So pull the bungee. Again, the bungee is always there some- somehow. And um, so I was like, I'm so much in pain. I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to do any like tests or whatever. So pull the bungee, go for it, switch back to. So I was not, yeah, switch back to because I want to switch back to. <laughs> I was doing switch back to when I hit my my neck, I guess. But switch back to and in the air, blacked out. I cannot see anything. I was just came black because after I realized I was having um, a broken neck and like the nerves and everything from um, our herniated disc, right? Yep. So I didn't know at that point. So I'm like, why I see all black right now? And it was like in pain again on the on the arm. So I went to go see a physical therapist there. They were saying, like, I don't know what you have, but you should go back home and go see your doctor. So I drove back there, but it's, it was a wild. You know, it was from the accident to when I went to see a doctor. It was, like, 12 or 13 days. And I went back to my hometown to go see my doctor. He's like, you have a few herniated discs and probably a broken neck. So you're going to go to a scan right now. Go to a scan, finish my scan. They're like, don't move. We're going to put you a neck brace. I'm like, I just tried to snowboard like a few days ago. <laughs> like, I don't Dude. think just walking around, I think I should be fine. And at that point, obviously, when you broke your neck and you're that close to be uh, quadriplegic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of hit a wall. Like, obviously, I was uh, feeling pretty weird. Like, I cried, obviously, I can't say it. Like, I was, like, feeling so close to, like, something I don't want to be, you know? so You had a breakdown. Yeah, breakdowns, super like feeling bad. And yeah, it was super, I don't know. You could have
0: been paralyzed.
4: More than paralyzed because your neck is like all your body. Yeah, neck down. Yeah, so feels pretty weird about it. And uh, went to other like tests and everything, and they didn't, it was fine. Uh, It was like, like break, like two different places, but it was not all around. So it's stable. So I didn't need a surgery. Um and yeah, you have to wear the neck brace for three months and and it was not the best time of my life. Obviously, like you are a little, little down, you know. And uh, good thing I have my wife back in the days there. Like she's still there, but I'm saying like she what, was. What else was going on? I mean, I was just like you know drinking problem at that point. Yeah, to be honest, like I, I was so mad and so like scared and so like not stuck with what happened. I was just drinking a lot and I don't think that was good um but it happened you know and you just grow from that and you get better but it's just it was a really weird feeling and i I know how to like um fix it you know i was fine and i will i'm still fine but it was you know it's just a way you don't know like how to think about it and you you ask yourself a lot of questions um but I, i grow from that and i went back to my board after nine months i feel like maybe more than that but and it you know when you're bored again, you're like stoked, and you like forget all that, and you just love to snowboard, and you just go for it, and you realize that like how oh, much you love it, and how much you like to have a a shot. and And injuries are something else, you know, and that happened. And but you love it so much that you're fine with it. But when you are, when you have a neck brace, you mm-hmm. don't remember that, you know. But when you board again, you like okay, that's this, that is why, mm. dude. That's a and lot. and you
0: could have been really hurt. You're snowboarding with a broken neck.
4: Yeah, I mean, that would just be fat. It's just not, you you can be quadriplegic, you can just die.
3: And then thinking about the fact that the year before, you broke your femur, and that's a gnarly injury, and then you broke your neck, and and then you're able to, that's grounds to hang up your snowboard for most. So then, and then you bounce back and filmed a bunch of banger parts. Yeah. And that's just got back in the saddle.
4: Yeah, no, and it feels good. No more, not that many injuries after that, and it feels good, and, you know, everything went well, and sometimes you... Ask yourself more question, and that's probably good. You know, when you're younger and you like just go for it and don't think too much. But you know, shoveling a little bit more and uh, thinking more about your tricks and what you want to do.
3: Do you have a favorite trick from your career?
4: I don't know. I learned a bunch of new tricks. I liked, and
3: but I really like the front two. <laughs> Which one?
4: Uh, like a rail.
3: Yeah. like a, a thing no, I'm t- saying like a trick uh, when I say trick I mean a clip for your video uh, c- yeah
4: um um yes
3: I have a bunch yeah ra- but, rattle a couple of favorites
4: um let's say in the what Brothers Factory movie in 2007 um I did a switch back one hard way on a down flat ledge I really liked that and I did a switch back to Prezel that year too. I really liked. Um, and, um, and I have other few one. Um, there's the one at, um, bunch of fifties, you know, fifties to like tranny or whatever. Um, you know what? I did a turn in AK last year and I got a photo in a method mag. I was pretty hype on that.
0: <laughs> a photo in what mag?
4: Method mag. Uh, just a turn. What's the mag? Oh my God.
0: What I didn't hear you. I didn't
3: method oh method mag are you making fun of me no i thought you said <laughs> metal mag i didn't know what oh said. i was making fun of him but oh. he was actually
1: asking okay, me sorry
3: question. i was legitimately
0: okay. mag. method yeah. mag yeah sorry about that
4: but um yeah there, there's a bunch there's a lot of souvenir, but
0: dude for a street dog that's a pretty
4: you know what chris i think in edmondston my first real snow just me and you going to up flat down Pulling the bungee with a van, double bungee. Double bungee. Double bungee. Negative 100 degrees. It's just me, you, and R- Rubes. Yeah. And um, he's taking the car. I'm holding the car in the bungee, going to the up flat down rail, and just going 50 back flip to bar slide. <laughs> <laughs> Super cold. And like just start of my real snow. I was like, okay, I'm doing real snow. I need to do a flip. <laughs> it was,
3: it was uh, kind of hard, and I'm happy I did it. But it's, yeah. Dude that one is, is one of those spots where the bungees like not working cuz it's too cold so you like throw it on the heater of the van. Oh no. Give it 15 minutes to like warm up <laughs> and then, and it then you get like out. five tries and then you got to like throw Jeez. it back on the heater. Yeah, it's, it's different fun. to put the bungee on the heater than other stuff, right? Yeah, well you can take a shit on the heater or <laughs> yeah. put the bungee on. All right, you know what I think it's time for, buds? Name that video part. Name that video part is presented by Mammoth Mountain, not just a park, Mountain Buds. It's a one heck of a mountain. It's one. a it's a mammoth of a mountain. It's
0: multifaceted. You yeah, can say. it is. It has all types of snowboarding. It's
3: also a mammy of a mountain, big mammy, if you will. Uh, you can get after it inbounds, riding legitimate gnarly terrain. You can wax some toe sides, wax some heel sides, wax some groomers, some trees, trees yeah. if you want, tree jib, tree bonk, everything. Uh, in the parks? Woo! Let me tell you something about good park jump. Let's hear about it. It Makes you feel like a good snowboarder. Bad park jump? Makes you feel bad. I don't know what I'm doing. So good park jumps are good for progression. They got everything from beginners, boxes, all the way up to the buckest park jumps in the game. And they also have Stony Buds as a
0: little mini pipe. Yeah, I was just going to try to get that in there. Stony Buds mini pipe. I mean, get out there and try it.
3: Yes. Stone Bud.
0: (laughs) If you want to learn some half pipe, let's go.
3: Yanni buds is gonna dust off the switch, Mickey. Uh, he did grab melon. We have ph- photographic uh, evidence of that. Proof. There is proof. Check out Mammoth Mountain if you're looking for a fun little vacay with the fam. That being said, it's time to get into name of that video part. Frank, how are you feeling? Not that good. Not that good.
4: <laughs> no, I used to watch a lot of movie, but I feel like the past few years, you like, cause you scroll so much from Instagram and Facebook. I feel like you don't watch as much as the same video than you used to. So I feel like the song goes away for me. But the video I watch a lot, I feel confident about it. But if you do like a song from um the Dust Bucks last
3: year, I'm probably
4: not going to do it.
3: Uh, it's the same answer as everybody. Yeah. Confidence level zero through 10. What do you got? Five. Okay. Right in the middle. Here we go. No, no. Easy one A little bit uh, say Facile Yeah Dylan
4: Ojo in uh, Ankar Fucking great part. Shout out to Dylan Miss you bud
3: Okay That was I gave you an easy one Yeah that was little, It was a meatball But I figured I figured we'd get that one we'll Get okay. his confidence up So there's a part up. two Now this is like uh Is he gonna go 100 Or is he gonna go 50-50 Here we go I think this is it
1: Yeah I need a kiss Why can't I get Just one screw Why can't I get
4: Okay, it's um
3: it's lame? That's not correct. Oh, sorry.
4: <laughs> Is it one of those music videos?
3: You said you watched it last uh, night Oh yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
4: sorry. You mentioned uh, like
3: five videos you watched and yeah. it's in there.
4: So is it TB10? Do you need it again? TB10?
3: No. Is it Bjorn? Hansen, no, I it's not Bjorn. If you don't know, that's okay, Frank.
1: <laughs> if
0: you don't know, that's okay.
3: <laughs> you got 50% of it right. It's just kind of... If we round well, up... If you're going to say it, way. I'm going to be like, ah, oh, you know it. I know you know it. Sorry. It's, uh There's a video is game. It? There's a yeah. video game named after this movie. It was a three letter name. Oh, okay. Jason Brown. Wow. Oh, sorry. Uh Jason Murphy. Jason, no. Is it no or Jason or or Jason Brown. You're right. Jason yeah, Brown yeah, yeah. uh in what? AMP. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Jason Yeah, Mark. sorry. Jason I knew I know that. I knew, sorry about that. Is it Jason Brown or Jason Murphy? Jason Brown. Yeah, Jason Brown. Sorry, yes. All right. Wow. Uh I almost want to cut that out. Yeah. I I fucked of up. Of you saying Jason Murphy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I put it I labeled it as Jason Murphy, but it's definitely Jason Brown. It's definitely Jason Brown. Yeah, but Brown. fine, you we'll can do mistakes sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I just labeled it wrong. I, I labeled it wrong on here, but you're definitely right. So you got a prize pack. open your open your pack up.
0: Oh, prize pack.
3: Good job, dude. You it took a second. I knew you knew it. I <laughs> knew you um, knew it. Um so, you got a bomb hole prize pack. It's a Yeti carry-all. And you got a bunch of bomb hole gear in there. You give it to the kids. You give it, you give it to Benoit. That's really your nice. Your son. I do not know that you was You that can give it to Raymond. Much. Maybe Sab will even wear a beanie. Shout out to Sab. You got some stickers.
4: You know, I have like um, a dart. Um, a dart board? Dart board. And I have like a. Um, Collection of stickers. It's pretty sick. I have a bunch of different different ones. Thank you for Money, much.
3: yeah. All that stuff's available at bombhole.com. You can throw that back on the ground. You okay. don't need to keep it on I there, brought you guys something. You brought us something? Yeah,
4: oh. it's pretty small, though.
3: Oh, we got say. a gift. He's brought us a gift. He's opened up his in sack. I have a hat but, for... A, wow, and cars. chapeau. This is a Hello, chapeau, chapeau. but And
4: I won... You know, it's just a little something.
3: And some t-shirts.
4: Large. We oui, merci. XL. Dude, it's, this uh, is your pizza shop yes all my employees actually wear that <laughs> the while they're working the dish shop and I sell a bunch of them too oh you're wearing one too
3: yeah. This is making me hungry, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry for some pizza. Can we can we fly some of that in? Yeah, dude. Let's get your pizza. We're flying here. a slice. What do you recommend if you go? I there? thought maybe you brought a slice. You
4: know what? I I the Pepe and cheese. The Pepe Ronnie. Uh, pepe It's a beef. It's a beef pepperoni. So it's always pork, but Le that's boof. one. It's beef from a nice firm a farm around around mm-hmm. my my place. And um, and I put um um sorry, spicy onion on top. Mm. and I give a dollar on every pizza I sell to the Dylan Ojo Foundation. Wow.
3: The Ojo's. I
4: think g- I'm going to give uh, three something, 3000 this year, so that's that's a lot of pizzas for
3: just the pepperoni and cheese. That's so dope. Good that's job. incredible. Yeah. Um, And it's the Pepe Roni. Pepperoni. pepperoni. <laughs> part two for Name That Video Part. We're still in Name That Video Part. Oh, right. wow. Uh, this is for the listeners. If you know what song this is, comment on Frank's photo on our bomb hole instagram that's where we pick our winner and you get what buds you're gonna get a prize pack and not the same one that you just saw our
0: boy open you're gonna get a nice little package of stickers i think i've done this one before so i
3: apologize but it's a classic
0: i don't know if i'm familiar with that one all right of you doing thank you guys
3: for playing name that video part Let's get back into it, Frank. Question: You are a world class partier, great entertainer. What's what's the key to a good party night? Walk us through. What do you need to have a good party night? Because you've had some electric ones that have resulted in you having diarrhea in cupboards
1: and <laughs> on heaters. heaters. You pissed
3: on Luif's wallet. Like, how do you set yourself up for just a legendary party night? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but.
4: You know what? Sometimes you think a lot, and I think like before the party, I like to to drink and like like party, like you said, and you don't think about anything. So like it's a good way to like take everything you have in your mind and somewhere else, and you just go for it and don't think too much. That's a way I think uh, that's a reason why I do it, and probably because I love to party too. It's good memories, and you met some good friends in there. And you can make good relationship in there. Um, a good way to do it. Um, I don't know. Start. Drinking beers and you know go to dinner and have some wine and some uh, digestive uh, <laughs> like a Grand Marnier. Grand some Marnier. aperitif.
3: He's a big Grand Marnier guy. Yeah, I love the Grand Marnier.
4: And um, you know you continue and you try to bars and go with your friends, just have fun and don't think too much and just enjoying it.
0: it starts with some pregame, is what it sounds like. It starts with
3: some pregame. Oh, okay, and, but, but I, I, that's
0: what you just I said. Feel, you start with. I feel with some like beers.
3: this dude's forged some some straight up lifelong memories when you go out with them. And you have these legendary nights, like I feel like you know. As much as partying can actually, there's there's obviously these side of it that can r- go down south, and and but there's like so many good times where you form great relationships. Like your like your grandfather said, it it's not what you know, it's who you know, and it's like you you have a, a bond that's formed the late night bond in the late night the late night bond.
4: Yeah, and obviously like in my snowboard career, and I did make like good relationship on on, on a party and make me like good friends and like. Actually, snowboard contract from that. It's kind of weird, but it's it works, you know. And you you meet like you go to superpark and you party at night. It's all almost better than snowboarding in the day, you know. You met all those people from the industry and you like make connection. And some next thing you know, you're filming for a snowboarder movie. You know,
3: good times, good living. Should we smack another smelling salt to that just Let's to get back do it. on on brand? This is kind of this is kind of partying. I, I kind of want to know, like, what's yeah, what's smelling salt
0: is
4: partying. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of partying. What's sm- sm- smelling salt is like
3: ammonia, ammonia, nitrate.
4: But what people are using it like it's in the hockey sports. Players
3: use it to like it like resets your uh, like you breathe faster. Opens and, and what your about those capillaries um, and uh, let's oh more
0: right. oxygen oh. into your blood.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! Oh. that's partying. That's partying.
0: That's partying. We're partying. I got, like, four
3: snaps. Four sniffs well, on the uh, one. It was worse Ugh. than the first one. Oh, I, that one burned my nose. Oh, God. Ugh. Jesus. That's is it okay? Is it, is it LT? Um, I'd like to say, like, uh, no comment.
0: You'll find them sometimes in first aid kits, so yeah. I'd assume they're healthy.
3: Yeah, I think they're... I mean, hockey players, like, whack one and they go and bury a goal. Yeah. All okay. like, right. I mean, fucking A.
0: I'm going to go ahead and, and put the stamp of approval of health on it. Yeah, you should.
3: <laughs> You should. So I think we should get back into some more partying stories. uh, (laughs) Because it's fun. There's got to
0: be some we haven't heard. Like, hit us with a new one.
3: New one? I remember. I I mean, mean, you got one? I remember a couple, too. Like, uh, you know, I remember one time for real, I was filming and, and it was New Year's Day and Frank had stayed out partying all night and not slept and then him and his buddy, Jean-Mi, pulled the bungee, like, stumbling around for me to get a clip. Just stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> it was your, um, stumbling the one ride bunged. to flip, right? No, Miller flip to board slide. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. They're <laughs> just out there stumbling around Let, They're, the like, snow. lighting
3: fireworks in the dry, in the parking lot of a school at, like, nine o'clock in just the morning. still partying. Cross-eyed. But These you guys are is, cross-eyed. You know what is Pie good? Eye. I
4: think, like, I, I've been, I did the party a bunch, you know, but I always wake up, or not sleep, I guess, but, like, wake up and, like, help my friends and still, like... Yeah, I'm not like, gonna be on the bed. You know, I the decide key is to, to not that. sleep. Huh? Yeah. You gotta like stay out. But, but that, that, yeah, but I decide to party, but I'm not gonna be like on the bed. The rest of the piling time. out. So this yeah.
3: is a, this is another pro party tip: don't pile out afterwards. Yeah, that's a good that's a good life. You gotta lesson. show
0: up after. Show yeah. up after. Don't
3: every pile day. Up. I never late to anything. What, like what about when we were in Sweden and you had a big party night and we were pulling the bungee for Phil Jacques, and Luif uh, pushed you into a bush off of, like, a 15-foot, like, hillside leg. Really?
4: Yeah, because I was just, like, hitting, like, his legs, so he always fall when he, would, like, pull the bungee to, to feel, and at some point he just, like, he was over it. So he was, like, taking it, you know, like, a few times and a few times, and he told me, like, something's going to happen to me, and he just pushed me in the bush. And I got stuck in there. But fifteen it was a, feet. It was an
3: aggressive like bail into like a bush. Like he knew the
4: bush was down there. <laughs> oh yeah, you knew everything. It was he was
3: calculated like he a calculated like a fifteen exactly
1: foot drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you,
3: you know what? Frank is a, is a great he's a great friend to film with because he's got this thing that will give you spot like you will be your blood will be boiling because we'll get to a spot and I'll be like, man, I'm thinking like front two on this thing, and uh, Frank will look at you. He's like, yep. Chris, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it, and you're like, "Fuck <laughs> you, Frank." Yeah, that's and then like, and he means it, huh? Yeah, he means it. Yeah,
4: and it's kind of funny because, like, you know, when it's something else, but I just think about that right now. It's like when you go to a spot, you remember how the claim we do, all the, the claims, time? Oh, the, oh, claims, the are claims are Frank's claims are like oh, yeah. crazy out. to a realm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like Chris is like, "What's your claim?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, you don't really want to know." And I'm like. <laughs> saying something i was like that never really happened sometimes it happens you know <laughs> there's but, a couple that happen yeah just, but, are you
0: putting it out there just so it's your trick
4: no or it's just to be like to to sometimes set the, it's, yeah it's, is to it because you want to like say like you i want to do that so nobody was gonna do it so But it I, like no i don't i think for me it's like more having a, a big goal to achieve but i'm just going like um i go lower but if i make that achievement i would be super high but Yeah, the claims sometimes are. Frank's couch claims are out
3: of hand. Couch (laughs) claims. Just when you're like, uh, yep, I'm going to do front three fifty, and like he ends up board sliding. This is the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to love a good couch claim. They're good. I like playing Uno with Frank. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, Uno's fun. Also, miss that.
4: You're, you're. How many times you been to Japan? Seventeen.
3: Seventeen times. So, so you've been. What do you love about Japan?
4: Uh, at the start is really like the mentality they have. Like uh, all you out of your country is like somewhere else. It's so uh, different, and like you eat so well, and it just. But the people there are so respectful. It's insane. Like it's crazy how you think. Like they're so respectful. It's just like first time I went there, I was like, whoa, this is insane. This is this is possible." <laughs> you know, this is something like human can be. You know, they they are really nice, and yeah, just like the mask they use. The mask way before the COVID in the train because if you're feeling sick, you're wearing the mask. The nobody n- does that now. After COVID, it, pe- nobody understands it yet. But there, they, they they do that.
3: You know, you leave a bike unlocked, <coughs> they don't steal the bike. It's crazy. Yeah, it's you know
4: actually, there's umbrellas and at the restaurant, and you can just take it and don't care because you're gonna bring it at some point. You know, it's crazy. It's so
0: nice. It's a wonderful culture. Yeah. My favorite place to travel to.
4: And um, I just think, sorry, it's like a, something we talked a little earlier, but you know what I did? I went back to Japan with my my wife. You took her. Uh, took her, yeah. Um, took her in the, for a premiere or something like which we, we were into, we were to Bali for a while and we went there for a week, hang out with Teddy Koo and uh, Ken, his friend too, and um, we did some premiere that was cool and. Uh, I went back to a temple to uh, put money and say I'm sorry I did that. The one that you, oh, got the heard one you heard broke on. your hurt? Yeah. No, no, I didn't went back to that one cuz it was too far but I went to a temple a different and temple. I prayed and I kind of accept like they're thinking about it and I didn't think to say it earlier but like yeah. I went back and put money and like say I'm sorry and I wouldn't do that
3: again. That's really cool. That is like, really cool. Another thing that's really fun with Frank, we would be driving around Japan and he gets so fucking excited when he see a Shiba Inu. Because all the dogs there are Shiba Inus. They like, go, oh, Shiba Inu. Frank's like, oh, it's Shiba Inu. Like you're walking, everybody's got a Shiba Inu dog. And so what would you do, Frank? I bought a Shiba Inu. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Japan to get it? Or? No, I was
4: trying to, but it was complicated. You cannot just have it. That's uh, like six months, but you want a dog at two months to like train in, training, training the dog, you know? Yeah. But I have a Shiba Inu. They're a funny dog. and remember me a lot of Japan at school.
0: All right, guys, I think it's time to uh, take a fit, huh, boys? I'm going to take a break here, take my own fit, and uh, let's hear Volcom talk about their fits.
5: What up, Bombhole Squad? Cody Warble here, here to talk to you about a new collaboration that we got with Volcom and Dustbox. A couple jackets, a couple pants coming at you this fall. Two windbreakers in multiple colors. We got gray and we also got a maroon. This is the Dust Lake jacket from Volcom Dustbox. We also got two workwear jackets, the Dustbox jacket. They come in black and a military green, great fit. Just what you want for if you want to work, slash snowboard, slash hangout, do whatever you got to do. And we got two colorways of pants that are just the best pants on the market. Baggy, perfect, lightweight, everything you need for anything you want to do. Each piece comes with a little special custom art that was designed from us. It's got some beautiful patches on it. Like I said, the fit is just on point with every piece. Also in the collection, we got a beautiful flex fit, dust box, Volcom collab, two hits on the hat. This was a full collaboration between us at the Dust Box in Volcom, we we're lucky enough to work with the designers and design everything to perfection on how we want it. Yeah, it's coming to you this fall. Cop it.
3: All right, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our new sponsor, DB.
0: Yeah, we have a new partner this winter, and they are a travel brand designed in Scandinavia, built for the journey DB's products feature the hookup system, and the cool thing about this is you can carry your board bag, your wheelie bag, and your backpack all with one single hand.
3: Yeah, these are some quality bags, buds. They feature rib cage technology, ensuring all your gear is protected. DB is the brand for award-winning snow travel gear. It's backed by some of the best, Sage Kotzenberg, Kevin Backstrom, Estelle Pensiero, and Gimbal God, and many more.
0: If you want to find out more, you can follow D B at D B Journey. That is at D B J O U R N
3: E Y. On IG, or if you want to go on their website, head on over to DBjourney.com and sign up for the DB Black membership and be the first to know when their new Sage Codsberg line drops this winter. And the best hooked-up luggage ride. This winner wins a full Sage Cosberg edition travel collection. So be sure to check them out on Instagram at dbjourney and head on over to their website, dbjourney.com. Quality board bags, roller bags, backpacks, some of the best you can find. So for a long time, you rode for Yes. And actually, we didn't mention this before that. Apo snowboard. the oh, yes. Very French Oppo. name. Apo. And uh, then you, you signed with Arbor. That seemed to be like a big change in the trajectory of your career. Did it, did it help when you signed with the Arbor for your career?
4: Yes, I think they were, like, um, having a new team, and um, I was really happy to be part of it with, like, legend like Mark Carter, Brian Gucci, and Marie France, one of my good friends, too. And, um, yeah, it changed because there was, like, good project and, like, a good brand, like, good uh, good roots, you know, and uh, I was really super hyped on being on that team. Nothing against, yes, I was, like, having so much fun with them, having, like... Uh, Legend like DCP, Raman, and uh, GP Solberg as my boss, <laughs> but my good friends too. We did like a bunch of premiere with them. We did a movie with, uh, with Yes, and we traveled all around. Like we went to Rome, like a bunch of different cool spots.
3: It was really nice to hang out with them, with those guys. Well, we happen to have a guest question from Sean Black. Here we go.
2: Yo, what's up, Frank? It's Sean Black, um, and I got a guest question for you, or I guess more like a guest topic. But um, I think it'd be cool if you talked a little bit about our trip to Alaska this um, this last winter. It was uh, it was Frank's first time big mountain riding, um, first time riding a helicopter and going heliboarding in Alaska, first time surfing in Alaska. Um, first time cold plunging in a glacial inlet, um, with a calving glacier about a hundred yards away. Um, the boat, everything, I don't know, maybe you can touch on a couple of those topics. And, you know, what were you thinking your first time heli boarding? Like, were you scared? How were the convex rolls? Um, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about your first experience in Alaska. um, because I think it's pretty cool that a guy who, Grew up riding the streets of Quebec, uh, ended up in Alaska on top of a big-ass mountain on a helicopter. Um, so, yeah, maybe you can talk about that. Thanks. Bye.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Um, so, yeah, so I was at the start of the year last year talking to Sean because he's a good friend of mine, and he's uh, he was the team manager at Arbor. Now he has his uh, own thing with uh, Asher Coals, the like black coals they're making, like, a Movie or whatever, like... A, kind of like a media m- agency. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. And um, so I was like, it would be cool to do something new, you know? It's been like a few years on COVID and like it's been a while like eating the streets because like we're like... And just real fi- real, real fast, like COVID in Quebec was not the same as here. Like we'd like get stuck two winter in our home. The resort was closed. We cannot do anything. It was, It was crazy. So anyways, so I asked Sean, like, let's do something different. And he w- he went to the Milo boat. It's like a surfing boat in Alaska, like a few years ago. And I thought it was really like good experience. I thought it was like let's do like something cool about that and just go like go backcountry in the in Alaska. So we asked um, Marie France and Brian Iguchi And Brian it was for some reason he was not able to come. So we asked Eric Leon to come with us. So it was uh, me, Eric, Mary France, Asher, and Bla- uh, and Sean on that trip so we arrived there we have like a little house close to uh aliasca is like a resort there we we, uh, we ride there right there for a little bit a few days and after that we did some uh, so it was not blue sky so we went uh split boarding and i was doing split boarding in my backyard with the kids in my back and um and this is how i learn how to um to um to skin like to uh, to do uh split touring. Yep. yeah touring so i didn't know that much <laughs> you know i did a bunch but i knew like i learned a lot from that and we did like a bunch of mileage every day and just and it's so beautiful there like all the view was insane so we did that we did like a little bit of um of sled with uh, chris brewster who was helping us like guiding and yeah i knew he's gonna do that um yeah so it was really fun and at some point like the the blue skies happened so we went the uh, ellie ellie boarding um i did some le before you know but i would never like land on the top of a glacier or like a top of a mountain and um i was really stressed obviously like I was not like i didn't it was so much new stuff i didn't know and um and i want to do it because it looks so fun and like it but it's 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 more than that it's not it can be fun but it's so much stuff you don't know and like you don't see where you're going you like you have certain amount of time to decide where you're gonna go and there's like all the media and the like the helicopter driver and the guide and everything. So you we did some like lines at the start to practice and it was the snow was insane and like the ride was like a practice run, was the best ride of my life. Like by far. It was insane. It was like, okay, that feel comfortable, you know, like let's let's go for a bigger one. And we did bigger ones, but you still don't see. And you try to like somebody's talking to you, but you like not used to like go to a rail, and nobody's talking to you. You know, <laughs> go left or right, you you don't you know what you're doing. But I was not, I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, yeah, I learned a bunch of from that, and it was really great experience. I remember I was on the top, of like it was the last of the last run of the day, and Marie France yeah. was going like. Thing like more out. it was like sketchy for avalanche, and she went. She did really well, and avalanche went. So it was an avalanche, and she she kind of like because I hear on the the radio was like avalanche, go right, go right. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? So I was trying to do a line after that, and she she was okay, you know. And I was trying to do a line, but it was more less safe than her because it was more exposed to the sun. So I was I just bailed and I did something else because it was so much new stuff for me. So I didn't want to. I want to go back home, you know, now I have kids and a wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was Smart. a little stressing from that. But I, it was a really good experience, and I really want to do it again. It's like the best way to have a the best turn of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. What's the, the best what's way, the way to project the project
3: uh,
4: <laughs> I know you let That's making fun of me again. Well, I, I, am it's, not,
3: I it's both. I actually want to know, yeah, but I also want to hear Yeah, to the the project's project. called
4: um, Marshmallow Walrus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what did you say? Marshmallow Walrus. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Marshmallow Walrus. Oh, <laughs> like, Marshmallow Walrus. I
0: like how you say, you change your voice to your I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce this. <laughs> yeah. So let's say it one more time, normal Frank.
4: M- Marshmallow Walrus.
0: Yeah, whatever. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever. it's a little
4: movie, like a trip movie. It's more like it's the first time I'm doing a project. It's not about the tricks, more about the experience, and I'm pretty stuck on it. It's like did you something- pick the name? No, but yeah. I mean, actually, I think Sean was making fun of me. He's like, can you say that? And I was like.
0: That's why he named it that? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Watching Frank squirm trying to use some <laughs> Franklish.
0: On the tour, he's got to get up and say it, like, <laughs> at the premiere <laughs> in front of dude. everyone
4: on the mic. Actually, the premiere is tomorrow night, but I don't think, like, he's.
3: When this comes out, it'll already be out. Yeah, so.
4: exactly. Oh, um, and so after that, we went on a boat uh, called the Milo Boat, and we went uh, <clears throat> on a surf trip. And it was not just only a surf trip. We went for seven days without any phone working. Just a bunch of friends. I mean, five, five six friends of us, plus the, uh, the captain and the, the two other pe- people who worked in the boat. And they love to surf. So first time, first thing you know, you do like four hours of boat. You almost puke because it's crazy on the ocean. It goes to another island. And it's a light, really nice wave. And we surfed there for like three hours. And like it was insane. Come back in. And uh, we make her food, and like that was so, so nice. And like s- small beds was just good, don't have the phone and have nothing else to do than surf. And so we did some boarding too. Like we took the zodiac and go to like the shore, but not the shore, like the
3: yeah, shore, right? Yeah, and shore. we
4: like split, split up the mountain and go some for some
3: turns. Sea down. to sky, they call that, you know, it's going right yeah. from the sea to the mountain. That's epic. It, yeah, it was really what it was. It was super sick. Cool. You know the what? old Marshmallow Walrus. Yeah, Marshmallow Walrus. Yeah, they'll have to check that out when that comes out, or it's out now. So uh, we'll have a link to that in the YouTube and audio show notes. Uh, just thinking about listening to you talk, he's talking about the experience, right? And, and spending time, you've spent time with Frank. I've spent a lot of time with Frank. And it seems so fitting that you've got this restaurant and mm-hmm. hotel, and, and you're an experienced guy. You're an experienced guy. Like, when you go with Frank, like, you go on a trip, doesn't matter. It's not sure you're going to get some tricks, but you're gonna have a nice dinner you're gonna have beers you're gonna have laughs good times with good, good people. times with good people and i feel like your new career is just so fitting it's it's so perfect for your personality and who you are and and you've had this great snowboard career and it's still going and now you've you have this other business career and i'm kind of curious for the listeners like uh what advice do you have for somebody that's thinking about starting a business
4: uh yeah there's you're gonna people when start a business there's a bunch of questions you're gonna ask you but yeah just to um to go for it and you're not gonna regret it if it if it doesn't go well um you still good experience and you're gonna learn from it and i think uh that's good and i'm I'm lucky enough like all the businesses goes really well i'm happy about that but it's a lot of work but it's working for yourself is the best thing ever so you don't have a bus you do whatever you think is good you can learn from books or from other people or their experience but you know like you doing this for yourself you're going to work a lot but it's going to be worth it at the end
1: mm.
0: what's your role in there when you're working at your restaurant in your hotel uh so
4: the hotel and the f- more fancy restaurant i own it with my sister so she takes care more of that part i do like take care of the people in the kitchen and the maintenance people um so i go there every day but not too too long and uh the pizzeria, the pizzeria place. It's um, I'm just there like I can do the pizza. I can like uh, be like as a server and like just take care of like uh, the customers. That's what I Whatever like. Whatever so customer it takes, basically. experience. Like yeah, the that's really what it is actually. Customer like, yeah. experience. If you come to my place for dinner, I'm I'm gonna make sure you're gonna be stoked. You know. So it's I wanna I have the same thing for my customers. And
3: what's yeah. harder, running a business or filming a video part? It's a good question.
4: Uh, filming a video part, like, it might look easy, but it's a lot of works, a lot of uh, times on a board, too, because you need to know the tricks, you know? Like, the before is, like, a lot of times, you know? And to do the video part, you have to, like, find a good friends to film with and the people who's gonna, you work, you're going to work with and, like, the, um, how much shoveling you're going to do is insane. If I think about it, like, you go to a street spot, you shovel for 10 times more than you're going to snowboard, you know? It's uh, it's insane. There's a lot of work. So I would say video part it was pretty hard. But you know, like the, the the business part is like you have to be there all the time. You cannot choose like you don't feel good a day, you don't go snowboard, but the business you have to be there and you have to look like you feel good. Well you if
0: Jimmy doesn't show up, you're in the back making pizza. Yeah, exactly. That's what I that's what I done.
3: Now earlier you mentioned that you wanted to come home early from your or you didn't want to ride the gnarly line in Alaska because you want to come home to your family, to your kids. Uh now that you're a dad, how has it changed you? And how is sharing that experience of snowboarding with your kids?
4: Yeah, it's actually like I'd never really thought that's gonna change that much, you know. But it's like a little yourself, you know. There's two little yourself, there's two boys for myself. So so it's like it's changed a little bit of your mind and on a great way, I think, you know, like at some you know, like you're saying like partying and like professional partier but like that's not what i want my kids to see you know i want them to be so they want have their dad like awake every morning they're there and not hang over and like you want they want them they want me like to be like you know in good shape and do good stuff with them and like right now i'm super stoked because the, the three years old is like snowboarding he loves it he wants to have more snow in the, in the ground to go more to snowboard more that makes me like feel really happy about it. I'm not forcing if he wants to do something else; he can do something else. But as right now, you see his dad snowboarding. See, I still love to do it, so you see that. So that's pretty cool. And the youngest one is like he just want to go snowboard, but he's too young for it. So it's it's cool. And um it's yeah. So I never like just just money wise. Like I never thought about like putting money on the side like for for uh, my um, retirement. You know. But as right now, I have kids. I want them like to be happy for the rest of their life. So like I'm just more about that it's kind of weird to say but i never thought about that i was like i'm snowboard having fun and i don't have to think about that and you're going to figure out something else after that's what i did and uh, and now i'm like having the kids i'm like i want them to be happy for the rest of the life my my parents did that to me so i'm like and now i understand i was a an asshole for a good part of my life with them but now i, I think i'm better
3: Man, I'm scared if that kid is like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should met them more often. They're going to be like, yeah. And junior you know junior bacon freak. I say I mean that in the best way. I'm busting your balls. I no, no, no but at the same kids.
4: time, you know, like I was a, a pain for my parents. Like it's going to happen for me, to me too, you know. But I know like I'm going to know, probably know better
3: how to, to do it, you know. Is Ben is Benoit goofy or regs? He's reg. He's reg. okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. How's he his, how's his, how's his uh, front two? And
4: no front to yet. He's doing uh, turns, and uh, he's trying every boxes he's finding in the park. But he's too small to lend them. But he's still trying them.
3: <laughs> I love that. Now I also heard you recently opened up a catering business, and you're basically addicted to starting businesses at this point. Um, w- what's going on with that? But the catering thing
4: is like uh, more because the o- hotel and the restaurant, the f- more fancy restaurant, is open only five months, and if I want to keep those. Um, um cooks like a chef and a cook they need to work more than that so I figured like I have to do another project for them uh, so we do like a chef at home and like other like business stuff and and um so so to keep them and yeah so when you start doing that and you I mean I love it it's not for everybody but I really like to uh, start businesses and in certain ways and I I don't think I'm done with that I have a bunch of ideas and I'm working on some stuff right now and it's keeping me alive you know like when I sing like uh, about like you you said a bunch of partying but like it's you know like I the little squirrel is is running a lot in there so like sometimes it's good to have a drink yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love it Frank I love it. we man we've had so many good times out there in in the in the streets and, and it's cool to see how you've grown up in great father great great husband uh and obviously obviously Sab is 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 your wife and she's incredible you know keys to a good relationship cuz you and Sab seem like you got a great thing going
4: yeah it's been 18 years so it's been from uh, graduation so it's been a long time we never split we've always been together she's great i think um f- like it's a, it's um like communication it's good on a relationship but it's good on everything it's good work it's good for snowboarding it's good for your friends like saying what what's wrong or not or like talking to each other is like the best thing i think it's a good uh, good way to do it and i'm at i'm i'm st- like i'm fortunate enough to have a girlfriend who understand my dreams and understand like what i'm doing she's your wife but yeah yeah wife so <laughs>
3: in
4: quebec actually we don't it's not a difference oh I there think. isn't okay my yeah, bad. but yeah, but yeah sorry. sorry about that um yeah so she understand everything and she respected and the respect is a, a big part of a relationship too, I think. So yeah. Yeah. We're doing well. We have some good times still. And, and she's obviously like good thing. She's there with the kids. Cause this is not easy. <laughs> 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 they are like really like, they have a bunch of energy, but she's like good mom. And like, I'm a good dad, but I cannot
3: be like, I'm, I will not be able to do that by myself. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's good stuff. Well, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and talk to you guys about pub beer and do the pub beer crap shoot. Here we go. Welcome to the pub beer
1: crap shoot.
3: You taking a quick swig of that pub beer? Well,
4: let me too. Um,
3: How is a shotgun it? Shotgun one. You want a shotgun one? <laughs> is there
4: anybody did
3: that? Uh, I don't think anybody has. You're gonna shotgun a pub beer? Should I? Should I do it? Yeah, do it. There's a knife right behind you, underneath that green hat. Ha- you don't need a knife? No. Are you going to thumb gun? Are we doing,
4: are we recording right yeah, now? Yeah, we're recording yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
3: Frank's going to thumb gun. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. Now, if you're thinking about, wow, that thing exploded. Most of that's on his pants for the listeners. You got about 1% of that beer. <laughs> we're not doing good right now. Yeah, he's not doing good. If you're thinking about shotgunning a beer oh or drinking uh, responsibly, uh, get yourself a pub beer. They support the show. Uh, Frank is for the listeners uh, covered in beer, so um, <laughs> shout out to Pub Beer, great beer company. It's now, actually
4: really good. Sorry, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really good beer. I kind of waste one. I don't know what happened. For the viewers, is like I, I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, the, the thumb it's gun has been a while. The exploded. Kids, you know, exploded. Yeah,
3: perfect. Uh, all right, we're gonna get into hot takes now, Frank. Uh, we do this on every episode. Uh, the Michael Jordan and or greatest of all time in snowboarding. Both male and female. Who you got?
4: We we'll say David Benedict. Wow. And Marie France au Great answers. Love that. Cause you know Marie France like from she's all around really good and Rails back in the days now POW and everything, so jumps. And she's a great human. I don't know David though, but I just I was looking for like his writing when I was young about like he, when he was doing all the trick like switch and regular, and that just yeah really love his snowboarding.
3: Good choices. I love that answer. Okay, uh, is snowboarding art or a sport? Both. Okay, good answer. Who's the most underrated snowboarder? Um. Underrated. I mean, it's not there yet. Like maybe doesn't get the shine or credit they deserve for what they've done on our board would be underrated. Um, Ben Bilak? Great answer. Okay. Steel or powder? Powder. Wow, would, would not thought. You'd yeah, say that. just
4: less uh, less. Um, painful and it's um, something I I did a bunch of still now I'm like I like the pow you know like like the the turns and just going back to the the roots
3: okay best style ever Guillaume Morissette uh yeah great answer yeah curveball but great answer best board graphic ever made
4: you know what It's, um, for me, it's the Burton custom back in the days with the sunsets. It's a while ago, but it's, like, something I really remember. It's, like, something is, like, I don't know, it was different back in the days. I know, yeah, I love it.
3: Hits the nostalgia heartstrings, love that. This is a good one for you. Pants over the high back or tucked under the high back?
4: Back in the days, I would say over the high back. And now people are making too too much fun of myself doing that, and now I'm doing inside. But I I do it because, like, I don't want Louis to talk about it anymore. So I'm just doing it so I don't need – I don't have him to talk about it. (laughs) But um, it's still more comfy to have it over it. More comfortable?
3: Yeah. That's why you did it? That's why I did it. Do you like the way it looks?
4: I didn't really realize it was looking bad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Respect. It's kind of OG. It's kind of OG. All right, if you go heli boarding with three people in the world, just going good times, whacking pow turns, having fun. Who are you throwing in that heli with you? You can take anyone in the world, mind you. Young Dolly took Mike Tyson. So just think about that.
4: Okay. Um, I will bring um, Nico- Nick Lavasse, my friend from Quebec, because when he rises, always laugh. So it's make you like just laugh all the time. He's like being loud, just having so much fun. So it's make me feel really good. I would have Bob Marley because it will f- make me feel a little bit more, less stress to drop those lines. And I will have, um, Booty Merrill because I really want to see what he's doing up there.
3: Wow. Fucking well thought out answer. I think that might be one of my favorites I've ever heard. Love that. All right. Last question. Hot takes, Frank. Worst trend. Um, not doing a proper proper trick and
4: i have in mind like a front three with the uh, nd outside the knee <laughs> sorry
3: for sorry about that I do those, and I don't take any offense. <laughs> but I love yeah, it. but I like
4: to. You know, they're back in the days, indie in between, and like tweaking, like your knee out. Well, yeah, how like, come you like go Devin
3: around Walsh, it, Devin Walsh? How come yeah, you go like around those are, Just so where nice. my hand naturally
1: goes. I don't think about it in this way. Oh, yeah, like, I
3: think it's like an a easy switch way. front three. I go. I actually do them in between, but on a front three, I do out the knee. So I don't know why. It well,
0: it just so. seems more like a mute. You go that way, but with an indie, it was I always thought it was between. Betwixt, was in betwixt. betwixt, in betwixt,
3: in betwixt two ferns. Yeah. I like that Great answer, Internet. Frank. All right, that's hot takes for you. All right, we're almost through this thing, but I had a couple things we got to talk about. Uh, hard-hitting first, topics? Hard-hitting, they're just, they're just fun. We just had fun on some trips. When we were in Sweden, I remember Frank was bragging about how we had never crashed a vehicle. He was actually bragging he, about it. Yeah, he was fucking bragging about it. That's what Frank does. <laughs> that's what I was driving, because yeah. I never crash a car. Right? Yeah, he's like, I know, like he's, I'll he must a ha- driver. Must have heard him say it 50 times. Never crashed a car. <laughs> So uh, we're, we're scoping, which if you don't know what scoping is, it's driving around a city looking for handrails, basically. And uh, Frank decides to throw the brakes on like, on, like going 40 miles an hour on this road, and hook a quick right into a schoolyard. And what happened? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, oh, I right.
4: stopped because okay. I saw a rail.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is so much the, better.
4: I saw the rail. I'm like, you guys seen it? Like, so there are six people in the car. You know, it's a big van. They're supposed to scope. I'm driving. I'm not job. supposed to look at yeah. the rails, but I see, I seen one. Nobody's seen one, so like nobody's saying anything. So I'm like, I saw one. So I brake. Like, did you guys see it? It's like, no. Went reverse. <laughs> Boing <laughs> into a car. Reversing on like a full-blown road. But it was you like we had went, like a big stopped van. Stopped
0: and then hit reverse and, without looking. In a regular
4: you. road. You know, you don't supposed to do that. <laughs>
0: Without like looking behind you, you just went like No no,
4: I, I look at it and I didn't see anything because I was a small, small car and back oh, of my big van. Too small. And it was not reverse cam back in the day. So and I was just excited about the spot. So I went reverse. And I went into that car. I'm like, oh fuck, everybody's laughing. Cause like I said, I never did a, a crash before. Yeah. So so I went out and we
3: had like a itch.
4: Yeah, a hitch. An itch. You had uh, an itchy hitch. leg.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a. There's an H in there, but it's just kind of forgotten on Frank's. But okay, yeah, so it's a hitch. an
4: itch. It's a hitch. Okay, thank you. And um, the bumper of the car, the small car, is stuck up like uh, on the itch. So like he's stuck with me. So like like two dogs when they're having sex, yeah. And you can't get them apart. It's like one of those scenarios. I'm like,
0: exactly. And you can't get
3: them apart.
4: <laughs> and we are like, so go reverse, and I go forward, and we try to like pull this thing out <laughs> like the well, dog, was right? The, first, was the footage is
3: in deja vu, I think.
4: Yeah, and uh didn't happen, and we have to like force and try to live the truck <laughs> <laughs> to take things away. But yeah, we got to What was trans, the driver so. of the other car saying? It was
3: pretty they're mellow. They're chilled. They're chill. Dude. They're they don't Sweden, give a shit. Okay, they're care. They're, like, yeah. they're great. And there was actually a spot, and we tried to hit it. So going um another, another thing we got to talk about is the A&W debacle. A&W? Yeah, the great AW debacle. A&W, okay. yeah.
4: It was uh, me and Chris in my truck, and um, we were, like, filming a spot forever. We didn't have lunch, I think, so we're, like... Everybody's hangry. Yeah, everybody's hungry.
3: Can angry, you say hangry? Hungry. hungry with a combination of angry and angry. Hangry. hangry. Oh, easy, angry. Yeah. That's an easy
4: word. Well, it's, you, you're, you
3: can just say angry, and we'll yeah. know what you're saying.
4: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so everybody drives straight to the hotel so we can go to the restaurant,
3: but I felt a little bit more no, angry than everybody else. Let me let me back this angry. up. Let me back this up. Frank's we're we're leaving this spot, and and Frank's like, people are like, should we go and get food? And Frank's like, no, we're going straight to dinner. We're gonna go to the hotel and we're gonna go to dinner, and like we're gonna eat at the hotel. Like makes a big point about it, and like, fucking we pull back, Frank and I, we go boom, A drive through on the way back to the hotel. Bingo, <laughs> fucking smack a couple Bergases. You know what I mean, and everyone else. And, and, and then we get back to the hotel, and and Frank's just scrolling on his phone. Hey, let's go to dinner. Let's go to dinner. And and at some point, I go. Little fun fact: Frank had two cheeseburgers from A and W on the way home, and there was a fucking mutiny. There was basically a mutiny, like an uprising. Everyone
0: else was so hungry. <laughs> no, they're like, what? Yeah, you know,
4: like, oh yeah, Chris, that that was not a good thing. You said that. <laughs> A good friend will never do that. A <laughs> good friend would have
0: let everyone have
4: burgers. Yeah. Oh,
0: yes, that's my fault, sorry. <laughs> <I> <laughs> good think. point. a okay. great debacle of A&W, huh? and then
3: The last one that we didn't talk about is uh, in Chikudomi, uh in Encore, I believe, she and the real snow. Shithook, as we call it. Shithook. Uh, you served up a Switch 50 on this monster of a rail, kink rail with gaps in it, and mm-hmm. um, there's a cool story behind that.
4: Yeah, I mean uh, it was minus forty Celsius. It was super <laughs> cold. It was December, right? Je ne sais pas. Yeah, because it was real slow. So it was December. We're trying to like get the most clips we can and like I'm by myself trying to hit that thing and like going switch on it. I think nobody did that thing no. before. We like add like strap to like make sure the holes are like line up to make sure that you can make it to the end. And try um, forever. It was so cold and there was two crew on that trip, so it was probably with and Chris and me with other people. And um, Chris stopped by. And was like, "I'm gonna buy you a 48 packs if you get it next try." And I went back up and I did it. Yes, that, that easy. And I was not close on my first try. And that one I just did it.
0: And I bought him. Basically, new beer. there was no chance he was gonna get it yep. in Chris's mind. I got
3: him. Well, I, I get hyped. I yeah. get, I, I want no, Frank to do, do that I want before. Frank to do it. It's I've I'm seen not, you do
0: that and th- people do it.
3: Unlike Frank, though, where he's like, if you don't do it, I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> Frank gets me hyped too. Frank, yeah. we, we we had a good uh, support yeah. system. Film.
4: Yeah, we bet a bunch of stuff. I like. mean
0: yeah, we we'll be it's betting. It's gotta be sad that he shows up with a lot of tools. He gets shit done out there. Frank? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's got, got everything. In Canada, he like he can really facilitate a session. Yes.
3: Oh, dude, you know what we didn't talk about, too? When I first met you, you had the winch that was a snowmobile motor. Oh, my God. Jeez. My friend Alex, who,
4: like, he was <laughs> fixing, like, a bunch of engine and make, like, some cool Engines, stuff. Engines, yes. <laughs> I was wondering what he just said. <laughs> va- a vagine, I said, I right?
0: I thought you said vagina, dude.
4: <laughs> no, no, it's... <laughs> he meant engine. Engine. Engine, so, engine yeah, just sorry. for the layman's, we'll break that down. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> engine, Okay. Engines. And um, <laughs> so we take... um, uh, Engines, s- bottles. <laughs> a sled, engine... A snowmobile engine. Can you say engine and bottle in one <laughs> sentence? Um, engine butthole. <laughs> Great mix, right? <laughs> but yeah, we put that uh, sled thing in the, into the winch and we actually tried to make one. and it was like having oil, oil everywhere. Yes. And, um, it was so loud. Dude. It's so loud. Like straight pipe. Just. <laughs> and we're like trying to so use like it. Oh, like when it
0: snowmobile's th- crazy loud.
4: Yeah, but straight pipe, yeah. <laughs>
0: the loudest thing you've ever heard in your life. You're out at night. <laughs> a and
4: you, and you <laughs> use <laughs> a it, church. and you can have like oil everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're like,
3: it's all good. I got a winch for this spot. <laughs> takes this thing out. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> like, so loud.
1: Nice
4: it's like,
3: it's like two in the
0: morning. <laughs>
4: Yeah, we didn't really it that much. <laughs> that it was like going a good too fast, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, it was too yeah. fast. <laughs> it was crazy, dude. <laughs> and too loud. Good
3: times, Frank. Yeah, good
0: Great times. times.
3: Okay. All right. We're almost there. We're going to talk uh, setups. So walk us through the board that you ride uh, board bindings, angles, all that. Sh- yeah. Jazz. I ride a. Um, you don't need to look at it.
4: Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at it. Yeah. Okay. I ride a uh, Arbor Westmark. By Frank April, so that's the one I designed wow. uh, with Dime uh, with them. Sorry, and uh, there's a cool tips. It's a little bit more than average. So like for nollies and pups, I think you have more control. There's um, um the grip tech, was like um, where your bindings are is like a little uh, wave in the edges. So it's uh, when you do like groom or ice, you like turn way better because it's not only your effective edge; it's a where your bindings are. So it works pretty good. Uh, there's the uh, also the. Um, the fenders they call it, where the effective edges a little angle, so it uh, gives you a little chance sometimes to grip. So when you learn a trick, you're not gonna grip that much, so it's gonna give you help. Uh, and I ride those um, and 156. Sorry about that. And I ride um, M-Luck binding, uh, my model as well. But uh, it's a um, soft binding. It's all right, so comfy. That's what is good about it. It's like super comfortable. The straps are nice. I always feel good in it. And uh, I do twenty one point five inches in between the bindings, and I do plus fifteen in the front and minus nine in the back.
0: Good stuff, dude. That's tight, man. You have your own board still, just cranking away, and uh, sells well. I hear.
4: Yeah, sells really well, and I'm really happy to work on uh, with them, like on traffic. They really listen to what I'm I'm thinking, and like we did, like it's been a bunch of
3: of boards, and I think like yeah, they go better every year. Love it yeah good stuff okay uh one thing you know i think we pretty much did it frank uh before we wrap it up do you want to throw any thank yous
4: yeah sure thank you to you guys it's really really stoked to be here Uh, you think i think you're doing a really good project that's uh something really nice for snowboarding and for everybody who listen and like just for myself i don't have that much time to uh to listen to it but when i do i'm really enjoying it good job um for the rest, Thanks, all Frank. my sponsors, yeah, thank you, all my friends and everybody, you know, like uh, all my f- connection I have, my wife, kids and my parents, everybody who make me like who I am right now. That's uh, that's uh, that's a lot of people who else uh, goes through the the way to, to where I am right now. And I'm super stoked to doing that with you
3: guys and, and yeah, and to snowboard more. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Frank, for coming on, chatting with us. Thanks for your contribution to snowboarding. We really appreciate you for that. And uh, to all of our listeners, to everybody that tunes in and supports the show, all of our sponsors, thank you guys. And uh, we got another episode coming at you next Wednesday, over and out from the bomb hole.